0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is January 10th at 8.11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And in honor of the great Nick Saban. Mm. I'm opening an oatmeal cream pie and pouring one out for him. Mm. Ding dong, the witch is dead, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Saban has retired. The world is looking up for the first time in, I don't know, a decade and a half. This is (laughs) possibly the best thing to happen to world peace since the Geneva Accords, uh, or Geneva Convention. Um, so here's to you, Nick. Yeah,
1: no, I, I, think, I, I told Lily, I, I was like, hey, this is like if One Direction got together and did a reunion tour. She was <laughs> like, no, it's not. You don't understand. You don't understand. You have think, no clue. I think that would be worse for world peace. I was just really like, about in general, like really this good, is no, this no, is no, going pod. in the history
0: books. <laughs> My name is Alex Alford, and you are listening to the Future Games <laughs> Podcast. Um, as you have heard previously, Seth Confer is here as always. Seth, how you feeling? Never miss one, never will. Uh, Brady Harp is also here wearing <laughs> especially branded hoodie. That tell tell people what your hoodie says today, <laughs> Brady.
2: Uh. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, a royal... not darker than a royal blue, a dark blue. Uh, ocean blue, but like the ocean at night, so dark. Blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so navy, or... <laughs> the ocean with like navy. the
3: moon's tint
4: on it, maybe? <laughs> you said ocean. it's darker than navy, and you said royal blue is your first color? Keegan's so mad about
2: colors right now. Oh, my <laughs> Yo, God. She, who hurts you, Keegan? It's not... It's, hey, when it's your sorry. turn, you can talk about colors, but it's my turn. I'm sorry. Right? I'm, sorry. And, I'm sorry. And with the, the moon-tinted nighttime ocean... It says Brady on the front, and for everyone that says, "Wow, Brady, you have such a big ego. Your pride's so big." Uh, where's your hoodie with your name on it, guys? Yep. I didn't. I didn't make this. I just found it and supported a small business that Tom Brady might own. All right, but I'm supporting show, uh, local businesses.
3: Show YouTube real quick, Brady. Local? Y- yeah. Small YouTube. and local are not the same. That's
0: pretty sick. Hey,
2: hoodie. Aiden Holloway, appreciate the appreciate the thumbs up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh also here this evening from the beautiful state of Oklahoma, Taylor Bark, how you feeling? I feel so
3: good. Ooh, I actually debated rolling uh some of the trees out front uh in the front yard. Rolling up the in, trees. I love in it. In honor of of Nicholas Saban, uh, hey, finally look retiring. A bit, huh? Be gone. Sorry, I'm, I'm cheering. Uh Keegan Hudson,
0: how I'm you good. feeling though?
4: I'm feeling good, man. Mississippi's kind of cold. Uh next week we have a couple days where the temperature is projected to be like a low of seven. Uh, uh hive like twenty, so it's gonna be pretty interesting. Even though I won't be here, I'll feel bad for the people in Mississippi. Uh, I guess I'm the only one who is kind of sad about Saban retiring because he was just you know greatness. But and when an industry loses greatness, it's not really good for the industry. So,
0: well, college football's cooked anyway. So I'm not sure what you're holding on to. I but- agree. I mean,
4: I, I couldn't really care less about college football, but just you know, people that support college football. Uh I feel like they should actually not be excited that Saban's gone.
0: Bad take. I don't know if like everyone's excited about it. Like Auburn fans, Auburn fans specifically obviously are very excited about it, but like the world, you know, as a whole probably probably feels similar to you at the very least, um, if not exactly like you. Um I'm sure there are some fans, Georgia fans, are probably Georgia fans are probably ecstatic about it, actually, now that I say that, because Yeah, because they're worse people. They don't they don't have to play Saban in an SC championship game anymore. Hmm. Um we've had to endure it like regular season over and over, but like Georgia has the unique um disability is not the right word. Unique disadvantage is the word I was looking for, of getting all the way there, getting all the way to the SC championship game, and then blowing it. And that's that's tough for them.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I've always said that this is a, a podcast full of Auburn fans and Keegan. So it makes sense that he's, uh, you know, sad about this.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And of course, sure. I make fun of him as soon as he steps away so he can't defend himself. So yeah, He had to
0: get his potatoes out of the oven.
1: It's the second weirdest reason
0: he's ever had to leave the pod during the recording. The other time he had to um, grab some sort of food that had been taped to his door.
2: Some chili, and chili. chili and yeah, crackers. Chili and
0: crackers had been taped to his door, and that was he had to go do that. So, he, the you, potatoes he, are he, at least you care
2: to, Do you care to comment on the accusations about your poor time timeliness with food, your food management skills? Past two pods, you've had to go get food. Do you just want to comment on that?
4: Uh, this one was purely my fault because I
2: had just put
4: the potatoes in the oven right before y'all texted about it. And I'll be honest, I hadn't read what time we were actually doing this thing. Uh, And so I just I just completely was unaware And then uh, I think Seth sent the link To the Zoom And I was like oh yeah We're about to podcast it's 7 o'clock And so I was like well I'll just have to leave Early in the podcast To go take my potatoes out The last time was just my neighbor making me Chili And so I couldn't control the timing of that one So the chili was in a bag
0: right? It was just like in a bag? (laughs) It
4: was in a Tupperware in a bag
0: Mm, zip, okay. a Ziploc bag full of soup. No, nah, it
4: was a Tupperware with some crackers and a in a Ziploc. You know, Ke- and a Walmart sack to encompass the whole thing.
2: You know, Keegan, I feel like um I almost sounded aggressive there. Uh but no, like, I'll fine. put my hand up. I'll put I'll put my hand up too. If Seth didn't send the link uh at six fifty four saying this is the link for the pod, I'd I wouldn't have potted because I'd flip my mind. I yeah, I've
4: been at the uh sorry, I've been at the building back. for uh, Let's see. Since about, I was there for a little over two and a half hours, and so I've been home. I wasn't really, it. I wasn't really on my phone, <laughs> so I just completely forgot about the podcast this evening or the timing of the podcast mainly.
0: Well, the good news is you're here now. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. As we have discussed, Nick Saban is leaving. The head coach position at the University of Alabama, which means someone has to take over the head coach mm. position at the University of Alabama. Um, rumors are that it will happen with a lightning speed, um, heretofore unforeseen efficiency. I don't think heretofore is correct. It sounds cool, um, though. Or but... time I've heard it. Who do we think is inside of Brady? Who you got? Who's going to be the the uh, head, next head coach of the University of Alabama, Tuscaloosa?
2: The I, pre- I appreciate the the tag inside of Brady there. Uh, I've reached out to sources. Um, I've put my name in league circles. Uh, obviously, the first people you're looking at is Dan Lanning it, is the hottest name going around right now. Uh, good, not great hire. Um, somebody that's probably always wanted to come back. Uh, Dabo Dabo's really struggled with nil. He seems to be a little aggressive lately. Had a black eye the other day. Maybe he's not a culture guy. Maybe he's a great culture guy, actually, for the violence in Tuscaloosa. Dabo's 1-1 right now on the board. Uh, I think we got to revisit AM and m You FSU. Know, do they go after Jimbo? Do they go after Norvell? We don't know. I don't think it'll be Kiffin. I feel confident no Kiffin, no Sarkeesian. I think two great hires would be uh, – I'm going to butcher his last name. DeBoer Deboer out of uh, – Kalen DeBoer? DeBoer. And
3: DeBoer. Sorry. DeBoer, De I think he'd be
2: – I think he'd be a home run, or they would never hire Eli Drinkwitz. I think he would do so well at Alabama. I think he's a fantastic we got to calm down with that. I, they would never do it. He's not ready for it. Oops, long went off. He, they would never do it. He's not ready for it, but in terms of coaches that I think are, like, going to be fantastic for a while, I love Eli. I think he's awesome. He's a player's coach. Player's coach.
1: I think, first off, First person you make say no is D'Amico Ryan's. I think that's obvious. Luckily for Auburn fancies, an NFL coach coaching in the playoffs, doubt he goes to Alabama. I think he is the perfect embodiment of what you want as an Alabama football coach. I think it's obviously Dan Lanning. I think that was always in the cards ever since that one viral video of him yelling about Colorado and said they play for clicks, we play for wins, something like that. <laughs> It, it was a it was a pretty good bar, but the problem with Dan is I feel like he's he's still young as a head coach, not like age, but like experience. And so I mean, taking the the Alabama job after Nick Saban, who just won six national championships, the greatest to ever do it, that comes with a certain amount of pressure. Not saying he's not built for it, but I do think think that there might be an adjustment period. And how long are they willing to give him? Like if he goes eight and four, eight and four twice, like is he fired? A hundred percent. And the expectation there is crazy.
0: I want to present one possibility as to why Dan Lanning wouldn't go. the uh, The Atlanta Falcons have an open head coach position. There is a certain successful coach of the sport of football just down the road. And if that coach were to leave his current position, his position would open up and would probably be a, at least, in my opinion, a more interesting, uh, more appealing job. And Dane Lenny has a stronger connection to that other position, which of course would be the head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, is it likely that Kirby Smart goes to coach the Atlanta Falcons? Absolutely not. Is it possible? Yes, anything's possible. But
1: I would, I would say if statement just... if sorry, if, if Saban didn't retire, I think that it's a very strong possibility. But his dad just retired. Like, why would you like have a free three or four titles in a row? Like, who else is there? Hardball's probably gone. Who else is there? Sark. I mean, Texas still hasn't done it in Hugh what freeze. twenty years? Ten years? q Freeze, shout out. But I don't know. I think, Kirby, there's always the chance of trying to prove yourself at the NFL. Everyone's done it. Most people have failed. So you can kind of elevate your your legacy. But if you're winning three or four national championships in a row, I don't see why you would do that.
0: Taylor, Keegan, thoughts?
4: Yeah. Have you yeah. thought about that no one wants to go to Bama? <laughs> what if that was like a thing? is a sucky place. is horrible, but I was more saying – I mean, you've seen what Saban has done. You want that pressure? Not many people probably do. Yeah, and But if like, you take it on and you don't do anything good, you're gone in two years, three years, max.
0: You know who they should call out to? A guy with Mike some Brable. experience some ex- with some experience following up a successful coach and completely tearing down a program in two years? Brian Arsenal. Brian Arson. That's
4: exactly I saw what I was the, uh, Rumors are he circling to, that he's in the he's part of the job search. He yeah, actually read coach that.
0: after two years. Yeah. It's his favorite <clears> thing <throat> to
3: do. That's what I was gonna suggest. I you know, I was thinking about what Brady said and who he had one one and whatnot. I was I would assume that meant outside of Brian, because he's such a uh yeah, you go ahead, Brad.
2: Uh yeah, Brian Brian's the uh, the understood, you know, you pick up the phone. If he answers, you don't know if he will. But if he answers, then then he gets the job. I formula. I've been formulating my hot board. Uh, so I didn't mean to, oh. to cut you off. I, I ran through. I don't the have too much of, to say. Okay, great. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't have a, a ton of. Um, I, I kind of ran through the college Didn't have a, a, lot, a lot of specifics. But in the past five minutes, I have formulated a hot board. Maybe maybe a power rankings of where Bama is going to go and in what order. Um, you know, like I said, big culture fit. He's got ties to Bama. Dabo Sweeney, one one. Uh, he had the black eye, history of violence. You gotta you gotta kick the tires. <laughs> uh number two, uh Urban Meyer. Um can't ever count, ur- count out Urban in in this day and age. Uh number three, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, they wanna they wanna bring some some air it out, air raid. Uh and then um a little wild card. Let's go ship Kelly.
5: Mm. Uh
2: guys, these these are exclusively made up. Uh Fishing for reactions. Just <laughs> I just wanted laughs. Um, Cliff Kingsbury would be awesome, actually. I think he's a, maybe a horrible person, but Bama would be pretty awesome with him. I don't think he's really scared of Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. I'm not an with,
0: fan. The biggest issue with hiring Cliff Kingsbury is he's a bad coach. <laughs> <laughs> so that Alex makes like a, really good points. It's like a sort of an unsurmountable point. obstacle. Um, this is a, just saw a tweet. Um, a statement from the athletic director of the university of Alabama, Tuscaloosa, Greg Byrne says, as with any coaching search, our goal is to be thorough, but expedient. Our ideal candidate will be strong in recruiting and relationship building player development, Excel in X's and O's and have the overall ability to lead this historic program. There will be plenty of rumors out there during this process. Next time I talk publicly will be to announce our new coach. If you don't hear it from me, don't believe it. And then he says two words that I shall not repeat. Um, so there you have it. They're going to try to find uh, someone who is who can recruit and who can coach, and uh, is good at his job.
5: Uh-huh. That's
3: breaking so news, right? He That's... was he was low key describing uh, a young Nick Saban.
2: <laughs> they should really so go look for, repeat for repeat Nick Saban that. type. Yeah, yeah. By...
3: <laughs> I think that'd be huge for for the University of Alabama Tuscaloosa. Uh, unfortunately for Brady's,
0: unfortunately for Brady's high board, I do think that that. Um, Sort of eliminates Cliff Kingsbury.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. to, we're kind of knocking Brady's list out of the park right here. But <laughs> so Dabba Sweeney signed a new deal, I think a year or two ago, and his buyout is $60 million in 2024 and 2025. And there's a stipulation because they probably saw it writing on the wall of him going to Bama that it's 1.5 times that if he were to go to Bama. So no, 90, mil- 90 million. Come on. Wait, that's for who? So, for Davos.
2: Dabo. Um, Dang. if I may, the reason the reason Dabo's won one uh, is more of the culture fit. He had the black eye. He's he has a violent history according to that. That's the only reason he'd be he he'd be up there that far is Dabo's uh consistent nature to find trouble is, is what it is.
3: And the um, <laughs> and the University yeah. of Alabama Tuscaloosa
2: has a, a long history with violence. There just seems to be uh a puzzle piece fit. Is what it, sure. is. It, it, ma- sure. it makes sense, if you will. Um, will they do it? Probably not. I, no. I would be, I would be surprised if Kiffin went. I think that's Kiffin's dream job. But he just signed an extension. I don't
0: know. I wonder what his buyout is.
3: Kiffin, all these coaches they're talking about have buyouts.
0: Kiffin doing all that um, portaling and like accumulating as much talent as the state of Mississippi, much less the University of Mississippi, but like the entire state has ever seen on one football team. Just to immediately leave would be the funniest thing I've ever seen.
1: So I I believe that his contract he just signed a new extension. I think the buyout is private, so I don't know if we'll be able to understand that. But the problem with this coaching job for Alabama is no matter what the next coach does or who it is, it the, it'll be a disappointment from Saban. Like it'll always be a step down. Like I think there was a stat that every single recruiting class at Alabama under Nick Saban played for a national championship. (laughs) Like there are unreal stats and the amount of pressure. And obviously these coaches that have huge egos, huge prides. And so they want the pressure to, because they believe it brings the best out of them, but the best out of them will never be good enough because it'll never be Saban. It'll never be bear Bryant. And I don't know if, it's logical for coaches to want to do that. Just a uh, quick question for
3: the group. Sorry, Alex. Uh, no, yeah, go ahead. If you have something directly on that, you can go ahead and do that. Because I had a whole different question.
0: Uh, well, my the thing was, how many head coaches of college football are logical? <laughs> like, being a head college football coach seems just like a insane lifestyle to leave. Um, so, To me, at least, any college football coach with any sort of, I guess, confidence would be the word. But, like, I think that they're all sort of, you know, wired. At least the good ones probably are wired in a way that would be like, oh, I can do that. That's that's something I could do because I'm different. I'm like that. You know, it's like how every quarterback has to be a cocky D-hole. Every good quarterback has to be a cocky D-hole. Like, it feels like that's how college football coaches kind of have to be wired. But at the same time, the good ones are probably at places that have a lot of money. And Mm -hmm. money can override that thought for sure.
1: Yeah, like, I feel like the entire recruiting appeal to Alabama was play under Nick Saban, come to the Bama standard, be groomed to be an NFL draft pick. I mean... He's had probably almost a hundred first round picks. And like, I don't know how much of that is attached to the university or Tuscaloosa because as a city, we know it's kind of disappointing. And I don't even know if they have the money to you know compete with Texas. Apparently, AM's got big bucks, Ohio State. And like, I don't know if you can recruit as well because Saban's gone. The entire point of going to Alabama is be coached by Sabin. Saban was not grooming young people. Let me clarify. (laughs) But, I mean. Crazy. It's got to be impossible. I mean, we already saw it. Ryan Williams, who's probably the best high school player I've ever seen, already decommitted. (laughs)
2: Like
1: 10 minutes after Saban was announced. Is he that good? He's him. Amazing.
2: You just said best high school player you've ever seen, so I I was just wondering.
1: Seth and, played in pretty
2: Seth, good program. I thought, Seth, you you were teammates with NFL wide receiver George Pickens, correct?
1: Yeah. Well, they're different receivers, but
2: but you would take Ryan
1: Williams. It was the point I was trying to get. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think did. you can. I think you can do more with Ryan Williams. George was a guy. He discovered crimes, one of crimes
0: you. with George Pickens.
1: <laughs> on the on the field,
0: because he's an insane person.
1: On the field. If- <laughs> You ever threw it in his direction, he was going to catch it. Ryan Williams, I mean, he literally reminds me of Jalen Waddle, and While he's like, like sixteen that, years old.
3: Jalen Waddle's so good. Um, uh, Saban did tell Ryan Williams that he was going to keep coaching till he croaked. So he's a lion, son of a gun. But that's Orange's okay with rock me now, and we just don't know it yet. <laughs> there you go, yeah, like uh, like the king in Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> My one question was, who is the guy that we just simply don't want to see in Tuscaloosa?
2: D'Amico.
0: I mean, D'Amico Ryan's, but I genuinely <sighs> yeah. think that that's like—I I think that's impossible. I yeah, agree. Well, so, I, there's well, no logical reason to go from a successful right NFL now. coaching job to a college coaching job. Especially, I, I mean, find.
3: if it does get announced tomorrow, I mean, he has a game what Saturday? So, I just don't think if it's announced tomorrow, and who knows if that's mm-hmm. actually true. Then it's D'Amico. I genuinely think D'Amico the only so.
1: one would have been Kirby. I would say Dan Lanning in like four years, he would have been on the top of that list. But if I mean Kirby until it's I was not, say,
0: I wouldn't want Kirby to go, but it also would mean that Georgia sucks. Like, yeah, has, so sucks, like, but... I think Kirby's the only one that could follow up Saban to the extent that. Bama fans would want, which is probably in a sense the answer to your question. The one guy who could follow up Saban is the guy I would not want there, and that's Kirby. Mm-hmm. But there's not really a reason for Kirby to leave. Like I,
2: I would he's contend, built it up. I would contend Kirby would never do that because Kirby's gotten to the point where he is the most successful assistant to ever like leave sure. Saban and yeah. then play him and beat him. And then he's built a powerhouse at Georgia. So he's already got that going for him. But then if he goes back to where Saban was and is less successful, which he will be because I don't think we'll ever see.
1: Especially with I.O. and the transition. Yeah, within NIL.
2: I just don't know if you can be as dominant as Saban was. So then Kirby's legacy then has to be, oh, well, he went back to where, to where Saban was and wasn't as good. You know, and I think Kirby cemented his legacy at Georgia as he's a top five coach, right? Like, Every time he's on the field, he's a top five coach right now. Like everybody, everybody wants Kirby. Everybody, I feel like maybe there might be three programs right now that would take their current coach over Kirby.
0: I wouldn't even say that many. I don't know who they would be. Well, the only one that you could make would be
2: Harbaugh. I was going to say Michigan would want to keep Harbaugh. Like, let's say Harbaugh, there was no rumor of him leaving. They
1: would probably stay with Harbaugh. I think... Mike Elko. Don't you dare say Washington. <laughs> Don't you dare say it. No, Washington... He's worked. thinking Mike Norvell.
2: I, I was thinking Drinkwitz. I think Missouri's really good with... <laughs> Dude, get out of here. No, no. Um, no, uh, That's too good. I think... Okay, so I, I've got one coach that... I mean, they would have had Saban over him, so it's two technically, I guess.
0: I mean, I would say maybe... And the only reason is because he's been there for two years... Kevin? And his set would be. Nah, I I think Washington would take Kirby. I think Sark at mm. Texas would be the only other one. I don't I, know. They I think they would take Kirby over Sark. But again, Sark in his second year there had him in the playoff. So it's hard to be like, is it's his third year? My apologies. Yeah. His third year there had him in the playoff. So well then, if it's their third year, then everything I just said is incorrect. So yeah, they would definitely take him. Yeah.
2: Although what I, about... I think it was a good shout, but tough. What about Lincoln Riley at USC? Do you think oh, that they would get put Kirby? out of here? Kirby's a better coach. Kirby's a better coach. Kirby's 100 percent the guy. But I'm saying, does Kirby's style of football, how he coaches, match a West Coast team? I feel like he's got like a, a deep south football mentality. I don't think the mesh over there. And you hear those West Coast
3: kids are soft. I don't think you know, I don't think they handle it. California kids are doing.
2: They're soft. Hopefully uh, DeAndre
3: Carter's not, but outside yeah,
2: him. California he, girls. He's a dog. Undeniable. Undeniable. I mean, look Undeniable. at Jordan Bull
1: He's he's not even going to be in the league. <laughs> but get him on. Get him on the Kings. The the only reason harball would they would take him is because he's a Michigan guy. He played mm-hmm. there. I was about to say that's yeah. it, that's literally the only reason. If kirby played at Michigan, they take him over Harbaugh probably tomorrow. I agree.
3: What about Dion? <laughs> what if Dion went to Alabama?
4: How would that affect LeBron's legacy?
3: <laughs> I was actually gonna ask that question about saving retiring. <laughs> um
0: Dion going to Bama would be kind of sick. He would, for, they would from an Albert fans perspective. It would be awesome for two years. That third year. Actually, I don't know. Because the talent's be already terrified. there. He wouldn't have to rebuild the terrified. talent pool. I would be so it would really mortified. just come down. It would come down to whether he hired good coaches.
2: Auburn could have had Travis Hunter.
1: But we got but Peyton
0: Thorne, So what's the issue?
1: I will say Lane Kiffin. He's normally on Twitter, yap in his mouth. I've which been is looking awesome. at Lane Kiffin's Twitter. It's hilarious. He's not on Twitter right? yeah.
0: since the moment it was Silent.
1: announced.
5: Silence.
3: Silence. Earlier or yesterday, Kiffin posted a picture of him. On a plane to Alabama, he's to constantly
0: he's constantly talking about Alabama.
3: And then, of course, twenty hours later, is he on another plane right now? It's us, I just
2: do you know? You check the flight paths? I, I'm I'm tracking jets right now. Okay. Uh, he for some reason it's a it's a forty five minute flight. He's been in the air for five hours, so I don't. <laughs> I'm really guy, to. He's going to. He's just circling. He's 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 just circling the southeast. There's been I one like
3: plane it. circling the Tuscaloosa <laughs> regional airport for four and a half hours. He just mm-hmm. wants clearance to
0: Lane. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Lane leaving Ole Miss. <laughs> what does Ole Miss do? Like who does this, Ole Miss hire? This base have... and
4: this thing would be just absolutely in shambles. They exactly. do Lane Kiffin is like God. Oh, I mean Do enough. you think they do you think they upgrade
3: Chris Beard? Out uh, to the football coach down there
5: Will dual action
3: lane leads? I mean,
2: they might, Keegan. Give us a state of the state of the university, uh, with Kiff in there and then repercussions if and when he leaves.
4: I don't know, I don't know the history of Ole Miss football that well. This That's feels bad. like
2: the greatest
4: almost football has ever, like the most excitement they've ever had in their program. It feels like we're currently living in it. It's mm-hmm. mm. probably, accurate. I mean, I, I hear the. There's a lot of Mississippi State fans at the law school, but there's also obviously a healthy percentage of Ole Miss fans at the law school, and they talk about Lane Kiffin nonstop, and they love him. And if he left, they legitimately – like the suicide rate might increase a couple percentage points. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Ole Miss football is literally (laughs) Archie Manning, Eli Manning, Hugh Freeze, pre-hookers, and Lane Kiffin.
0: Yeah. I was really gonna say that the last time a team they would have had a team this good might be Eli one of Eli's years, but I don't even know like that. And then Hugh Freeze had them cooking for seven was, weeks in twenty fourteen. They were, they were, and then, weren't they
3: in the playoff the first uh, in twenty fourteen? It was Mississippi State,
1: Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Auburn, Auburn and uh, the fourth oh game that I can't remember. So but good. yeah, and then Treadwell broke his ankle. I I genuinely um, think if he doesn't break his ankle, that they're in the playoff. Uh, that's I a future
4: Super Bowl uh winner, Laquan Treadwell.
0: For sure. What's he play for?
4: On? He's on the Ravens. No way. Unless it's a different receiver named Treadwell, but I don't know very many of those. Dude, I love Laquan. When he when Auburn
3: broke his leg, he is uh, but also Ravens. stopped him from scoring that touchdown. That was so bittersweet. Cause because he's such a great player. But also he won. So
4: win win. Yeah.
0: Great ball player. I'm. I don't know. Now, uh, I'm just really interested to see, not to see, but like to speculate what Ole Miss does at their head coaching because again, Lane Kiffin, assuming he doesn't just do, uh, dev- devour uh, yeah, that so roster.
5: Inspired, greatest, greatest
0: I don't know what Seth's listening to, but um, we can hear it. By the way, we could indeed hear it. Either Somebody way,
4: greatest coach of all time. Um.
0: Unless Lane just completely decimates that roster when he goes to Bama, they would have one of the six or seven best rosters in the country. All you gotta do is hire the right guy. The thing is, is if he well, leaves, the right then, guy, you know,
3: then wouldn't their portal open up for another thirty days? And so then they'd all leave.
0: Yeah, that would be the issue. Um, and
3: then, I mean,
0: could probably
1: go to Bama. That'd be horrible. Yeah, sorry. I was just list- I was listening to a bunch of Bama fans complain that we rolled tumors. <laughs> I'm all for the rolling tumors because, <laughs>
3: uh, but like number one, I don't care all that much. I think it's funny, but also it just pisses off Bama fans, so that that makes it completely okay.
1: Yeah, no, Bama fans are in shambles, and it's gonna be awesome, mm. and. What also will be awesome depending on if our guy he, he's getting ready in the, he's getting his makeup on you know he's in the dressing <laughs> room we've done this before unfortunately he won't be available for a press conference but he will be available later on tonight.
0: We've got a special guest Get ready with a special statement to be made um, <laughs> You know there were some, some rumors out there speaking of a f- future or rather former special guests Sabin and Belichick would just trade these do a little trade oh, situation Sabin just goes and takes over the Patriots for for a season here's the thing
3: has Belichick ever handled the grueling uh SEC schedule
1: not once hey I tell so. you what why don't why don't we just ask him <laughs> Bill Belichick everyone well he's gonna be bill Woo! Belichick Bill hey, Belichick thank you for joining us Appreciate you, Bill. Yeah, we have one question from Keegan Hudson. Yeah, Bill, uh, as
4: you already know, Nick Saban uh, announced his retirement from the University of Alabama, and there's a lot of speculation going on with the coaching hire, and a lot of people are really wanting you to become the next head coach of Alabama. Do you have any any thoughts, anything you could tell us that might you know confirm, deny, or just put those rumors to rest?
0: Yeah, Nick's a good guy. Uh, just get right for the draft. Um, Watch film. Um, but Nick's a good guy. I uh, wish him all the best.
4: Yeah, I appreciate that, Bill. Just wanted to thank you for taking the time out to uh, participate on the Future GM's
1: podcast. It means a lot that you would do that for us. Yeah, we, we know your time is very valuable, so mm-hmm. thank you for just you know that little short sliver of time. Thank you.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Belichick. Wow. Thanks, a, Bill. A, That's a been one question for Bill. A guest spot for Bill Belichick. You know he loves he loves coming on. Um, It's a shame that I can I never line up schedules with him for some reason. You really Um, do
4: miss him, dude. It's yeah. We we pass each other
0: in the halls every time. I don't know how it keeps happening, but um, yeah. I don't know. I think I've got a. Oh, Keegan's go ahead.
4: Yeah, I've got a. I think I've got a. I've compiled a list of potential Alabama. Coaching Harry's uh purely speculation, obviously, because I'm not in tune with the um college football landscape as much as y'all are. Uh Matt LaFleur. Sure. Uh <laughs> I mean, Mike McDaniel.
0: You know, Matt Lafleur's one loss away, you know.
4: Uh Mike McDaniel. Um Kyle Shanahan. Uh-huh. Okay. uh Sean McVay.
0: Would Jalen Milrow be would the best quarterback Kyle Shanahan has ever had as a head coach?
4: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Didn't he have Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cobain? As a head, as as a head, head coach? coach? I don't think he was oh, a head coach. Sorry. Hey, that's, a, that's, on me. Think, that's on me. That's on me. I think, that's on yeah. Me.
2: Matt Kurt Ryan, Cobain.
0: Kirk Cobain. As an assistant. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, have, probably. he
1: did. Have Is Matt Ryan, MVP the, Matt best Ryan the
0: best coach? as The
1: best quarterback coach ever coach at all? That one year he was.
0: Well, Robert Griffin the third. Oh yeah, good point.
1: Wait, who coached RG3?
0: Kyle Shanahan, I think. Oh, all those he guys. Correct, literally, every single
2: guy that Oh, we when just he said. when he was at Washington. I thought you meant yeah. at Baylor.
4: Sorry. No, 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 yeah. I my list was strictly that whole coaching unit that was at Washington um, at once. Also. What's his
0: name from the Texans? Also part of that. Mary O'Brien? No, the Bobby Slowick Bobby Slowick. Sure. Slovic, yeah, there's are Slovic. Slovic, but it wasn't. What I it about is. Ben
4: Johnson?
1: We thought of that one. The Lions. About, what what about Brady? Ben?
4: White?
1: Hey, I know another <laughs> coach Dover. You know oh, ben Coach Dover. Coach ben, ben Dover. Dover. Dover.
4: Dude, I, I, I hear he does good things.
0: Big Ben, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's hear some words from Coach Ben Dover. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ben Ben didn't have time to make it this evening. Um, we do. <laughs> We do have another we do have a special guest though. He's not able to be, you know, at the mic, so we we're having to FaceTime him in. Um, but we were able to get, you know, a couple words from him. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, 45th President of the United States, Donald Trump, with with words about the retiring of Nick Saban.
2: Yeah, uh President Trump, this is uh Brady Hart, Future Teams podcast. Just wanna get your take on Nick Saban retiring and 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 what you think about that. Nick Saban, retired, what a quitter. Complete loser. Saban sounds just like Satan and demonic Nick. That's what I'm calling him. Don't be a demon, Nick. That's tacky and lame. What a loser. I would never quit. No quit in me. Sleepy sleep, Nick.
5: Thank, thank, thank you me. very
0: much Mind for the Sleepy Trump, sleep, Nick. President Donald Trump. Um, Thanks, live, Donald. <laughs> live over Thanks, FaceTime Donald. there for regular periods. Donald J. Trump, everybody. You know, people, wow. people kept saying, you know, well, how are you guys going to take off? What they did not know is we have so we know so many people. We have so many friends, such yeah. as former president Donald Trump. It's only a matter of time.
4: <laughs> I can't um, believe he said what he said, really. That who would have thought, low. you know, I didn't realize. Who you know, thought, I thought he say we were
0: pals. I really did.
4: Yeah. Whole sleepy sleep, Nick.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> People would say that was a typo. Uh, I think he just misspoke, is what it
0: was. Well, I don't know why it would be a typo considering like, he said exactly. he was speaking uh, live, but. we call, He called in. Friend of the pod. Yes. Um, <laughs> friend of the pod, Donald Trump. Um, we do not endorse the storming of the Capitol. Uh, just want to get that. Stroud Boys, baby. Get that. Oh, no. out of the way. Um, speaking of CJ Stroud, should his dad be
3: freed? We'll talk about that later when we talk about our lays of the if week. he makes the Super Bowl.
0: His dad should be pardoned of all his actual severe crimes yeah. if his son makes the Super Bowl. Hashtag stay locked up, Mr. Trout. <laughs> um and there's not really a great transition, but we I did want to talk about we were talking about Harbaugh earlier. There we go. Talk about the uh, the national championship game. Um Jim Harbaugh's final game as the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. Um, Michael Penix's last game of his eighteen year college football career. Um mm-hmm. tell you what, a lot of people were saying Jaden Daniels didn't deserve the Heisman after that Texas game. And then Penix yeah. came out and dude on the bet. So <laughs> now who deserves a Heisman? Trick question. You know, it's it always Jaden Daniels. Yeah,
3: always Jaden. He had a, he had an incredible year. I don't know why people always try and uh, you know, say he didn't deserve it, but uh, it sucks for Michael that he w- that he went out like that because <clears throat> uh, he dominated Texas. I mean, he threw so many just phenomenal footballs. Um, I just hate that. I hate that Washington couldn't get the W. Uh, Seth may have some real, you know, analysis on the
1: QB play. I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, Ty was very uh, adamant on how Michael Penix was the worst QB he's ever seen. Still waiting on the cut-ups. <laughs> Um, you know, they're not going to have all 22, all 22, but, um, crazy, you know, Alex says that he's been in college for nine years, which he has somehow he's still younger than Bo Nix wild stat.
0: Yeah. Bo Nix, um, graduated or er, was 42 years old when he graduated high school. So that's, that's where that came from. Ima- imagine
1: being held back. So you're good at a sport. Couldn't be us. Um, But, yeah, it, it really sucks because Michael Penix has never played that bad all year. Literally the one time that I guess people watched the Texas game, but, I mean, he balled out that game and then gets on the biggest stage and probably the first time I've ever seen him not play well. And it, it was so annoying. I mean, Michigan bullied them in the first quarter or second, first half, and then Washington adjusted. The game was close, and then they threw like a 50-yard pass, catch it, phantom holding call.
3: Yeah, that's some suspect holding calls.
1: But it, it's awesome because now in about a year or two when more details come out about Michigan, this championship is going to be vacated anyway. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But, yeah, Washington, they they play a more fun style of football. And unfortunately they got manhandled and we were wrong. Um, speaking of Washington, this is a
0: tweet from Colin Cowherd, a well-known insider of college football news says two sources confirmed to me late this afternoon that Bama athletic director, Greg Byrne, knowing that Nick Saban retiring was always a possibility has had his eyes on Kalen DeBoer for some time. And then includes the sentence. Byrne is highly respected for some reason. Um, Hmm. Maybe did Kalen DeBoer know it was his last game? And so he didn't, you know, he didn't care if he won or lost because he knew he had a job lined up. Collins yeah. got
3: those Pacific Northwest connections. So
0: it, it is kind be of true. I mean, It's kind of wild that Washington was as good as they were, though. Just like it's crazy. In well,
1: it's because they were all six year seniors
3: and they have three NFL wide receivers, and that always helps.
0: their
1: receivers are dope I've
0: always said uh, have NFL players on your college football team (laughs) you're going to be pretty good that tends to be a recipe for success and that's what Nick Saban has done for most of his career so that checks out Um, I did want to see Washington win admittedly I like Washington more than Michigan I don't like Jim Harbaugh just from a personal standpoint (laughs) makes me uncomfortable to listen to him talk he seems like a real weird guy. Also he is weird. He is weird. That dude who was the head coach for the Penn State game. Why'd he do that? Why did he act like that when they won? Are <laughs> right, you been that? I the, the since the moment I saw it, I've been out on this team and that guy and Jim Harwell and everyone with the program. I just that he should have been embarrassed. That was yeah, so many agreed. tears for a middle of the pack win. But what are you gonna do? This one, if he if he had done that exact thing, in this game, perfectly understandable. But that's just me. Uh,
2: if I may, um, you know, guys, I'm not. We're not. We're not here. We are not here to make fun of mental health. That is not what this podcast is about. Ever.
4: A good way. To but start. I want
2: to talk. But I want to talk about JJ McCarthy. <laughs> want to talk about JJ McCarthy? Where's this
4: joke going? <laughs> <laughs> where is this um,
2: going I'm lane the plane we've got two hospital correspondents Seth Comfort Taylor Barker uh who, who are equipped to speak on this matter they're experts in the field Taylor runs three hospitals <laughs> um so I just want to ask uh JJ McCarthy he, he it sounds like he's overcome depression and anxiety and we're really happy about that does he need to walk barefoot on the turf and then sit in front of a camera to do it does that help him? Uh, I think Alex wanted to weigh in before we get the uh, the experts.
0: Just before, it's because impo- this this point is important as to determining, uh, it's important to note, he wasn't even barefoot. Had socks okay. on.
5: Hmm. They, called him, that.
0: they called him barefoot and he had socks on. I get no, not having shoes on is one thing, but barefoot is a very specific state of being. What that is He barefoot? just straight up wasn't. What does having barefoot mean to you? Nothing on your foot naked just, feet just okay. free and out into the and world. Would
2: socks Would socks Would socks go against a barefoot approach
0: correct i am positing that having socks on inherently means you are not barefoot
1: your foot is not bare your foot is not Mutual bare
0: exclusive.
2: exactly they cannot coexist okay uh Sandals, knowing the not details bare feet. okay do are we are we more upset at espn's uh bad reporting that we would never do or are we upset at jj mccarthy for coining it that himself uh taylor you got it
3: yeah, I appreciate you, uh, you calling on me. Um, number one, I, uh, ESPN's not not a company that I've listened to for reporting in, in like four to five years. Um, so I didn't even know that they reported barefoot. I, I have seen JJ McCarthy. I don't think that you should walk around outside without shoes on ever. Uh, so <clears throat> if if he's doing that, uh, I think he does still have some issues. Now, listen here, I like I, I'm not an expert myself. My wife, on the other hand, training to be an LPC. So if she wants to come on the pod, talk about you know the depression that J.J. McCarthy battled, and him uh, sitting down and meditating next to the goalpost uh, as soon as all the cameras are out, she can, and we can get her on next week. Me personally, I th- I think he's a fraud, and I and and to be even more fair, I'm I'm, I'm shocked he's the fifth quarterback off the board uh, uh, for for ESPN. That's shocking to me. And, you know, Seth is a better analysis of quarterbacks, and maybe he could tell me something he sees. Uh, but I've seen one good throw out of him all year. I've watched one game. He made that one throw across the field the first quarter. That's it. Uh, he did play well. But he
5: played all
0: right. I mean, he, well, he completed seven passes? Maybe. I was going to say, they're asking him to do basically nothing. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm, the, the offensive linemen, specifically in the first half, every run play were 10, 15 yards downfield. I mean, they were getting to second level better than any –
1: all of it's the line I've ever seen they dominated. dominated but so I'm actually very pro grounding that's what he was doing it's basically getting yourself connected with the electrical charge of the earth and then in that way it, it somehow clears out the free radicals in your body I don't know it's hippie medicine hippie science you're pro what Brady
2: quick question uh would cotton socks interfere
1: with the oh, grounding oh, process? Uh, <laughs> I question. was going to get there. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So yes, if your barefoot is not touching actual grass and the actual earth, I think there are two things wrong here. One, he's wearing socks. I get wanting to be comfortable and cleats can be tight, but you're not grounding. Second, I don't even know if you can ground yourself on artificial turf. You can't. Mm. I like no. is no. There- is there concrete and then plastic grass? Doesn't sound like you're touching the earth. Now I'm all for meditating. If you you can do whatever you want to get yourself in the headspace, clear your mind so you can perform. Don't lie. Don't speak on grounding like you know what you're talking about. He doesn't. He has no clue.
3: Yeah, I also heard that he brushes his uh, Holly Row by the way, just to give credit. This was to the, the wildest
0: thing I've ever heard.
3: Brushes his teeth with his left hand for for
0: alpha waves. Some sort of brainwaves so, are released if you brush your teeth with your offhand.
3: I don't even think I could do that, and maybe that speaks to my offhand. I need to get in the lab. But uh, well, most insane thing I've ever
2: heard. Wedding ring holding you back. That's uh, a good point. It's heavy. Maybe that's symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave
1: it there. <laughs> I, as crazy as it sounds, he, he, he and I might be on the same YouTube reels. Because I think it creates neural pathways. He's dominant right hand. N- new neural pathways when you use your left hand. If you ever try it, try wiping after you take a dump with your left hand. You're gonna have to wash your hands afterwards. You're not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> Ask Brady. He has Brady actually swaps hands
3: every time. Mid wipe.
0: <laughs> Brady has a good day. Um. Oh, good for here's you. my thing. One, as we've discussed, this whole grounding situation, I get where it's coming from, just not. That he's, that's not what he's doing. He's not. As we've discussed, Im- impossible to do with socks on. And if that's what I don't know if, if ESPN termed that bare feet, if he said that it's bare feet, maybe normally on a grass field he would do bare feet, but because he knows that he's not actually doing it this time, he's mm. like, well, I can't even – do it correctly because of the turf. What's the point in taking my shoes all the way off? Maybe that's what he's wow. doing. It. If that's the case, you know, okay. more power to him. I'm with
2: that, but if, it's a double negative, which exactly. makes a positive.
0: No, so for he, me, not
2: he's not, not going to do it fake, so he'll do it really fake, and that'll make it beneficial. We
1: we might be on something here, guys, because you know I'm not into feet picks, but I looked it up. Whoa, at, at the Rose Bowl, bare feet on real grass.
0: I, I yeah, I, that's what. He knew like he could feel it because right. he is used to it. You know, he does get, the, he, he grounds himself. He gets those, those energy, those vibrations from, from the, from the earth. But he was like, well, I, I'm
1: not even going to be able to feel it.
0: So oh, that's, that's just, pretty
1: good. I'll just take my shoes off. You know, I'll, I'll give I'll it up to J.J. McCarthy. You know, we doubted him, but he was always a step ahead. Maybe I'm now, back in he, on J.J. McCarthy. Can he throw the ball? No. <laughs> is he better than Bo Nicks? Yes, right. Seth. Just a quick question
3: What did you search uh, to figure out if he was barefoot? During the, rest the I year? looked
1: up what did I look up? JJ McCarthy grounding.
0: Oh, okay, and it was just a 15 minute uh, video cut of him intentionally grounding.
2: We've got <laughs> we've you know, got S on G, we got S on G, skin he, on grass. I,
1: I, I really hope he doesn't you know adopt that into his play saw because it is a spot foul and it you do lose a. He he should lose keep, it down if you he should
0: keep the grounding outside the whistles for sure. Mm.
3: Grounding outside of the whistles.
0: Um, it's our football podcast. I guess just to wrap up our CFP review, um, Bama, frauds. Mm. Texas, it's over. frauds.
2: Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. You could say he has to be really intentional about his grounding.
5: <laughs> okay,
2: I'm sorry. You paused. You stopped, tell you. Me, to, stopped like, you told you. me. to Stop for that. It's say it's that.
1: I'm a horrible person. It,
2: I couldn't say it later. It would be. It wouldn't work. It barely worked. Now.
1: Obviously. No, it's it's called a it's a callback. I think it's a comedic weapon. Just like any time JJ
0: McCarthy's ever. It's whatever. Uh, Bama frauds and overcooked, mm. Texas
2: grounding, <laughs> frauds. <Frides laughs> But Perfect. early.
0: So, could, you know, they could be not frauds next year. Uh, Washington, frauds and falling apart because everyone on their team is 30 years old. Uh, and Michigan, Michigan, your leg. Michigan, national champions, but not a historically good college football team like some tweets would want you to believe. Um, LSU would be that team by, I don't know, 40 points. Yeah, they threw around the word greatest. LSU. Greatest.
3: What? They do that every one? year
0: now. It's unreal. It's going to make me sad when Kirby wins one next year and he goes three in four years. I'm not going to I'm not gonna enjoy that.
3: Alex, listen, January is the
0: 10th today, right? It's the... January 10th.
3: It's the anniversary of 2010 National Championship and Nick Saban has retired. Let's not
1: bring up Georgia next year.
3: All right? Let's have a good day. It's a good day to have a good day.
1: So we, we do have a Lane Kiffin tweet and it was in response to Ole Miss getting a recruit. So all signs are pointing oh, point towards to him staying. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> oh,
0: whoa. Nah, He's out of there. Uh, he's already saw the papers.
1: Kalen DeBert, or however you say his name, De DeBert.
0: Seems,
1: seems like a risk that they shouldn't take.
0: He seems like, like a West Coast guy through and through. I
1: like how he looks.
0: I I I through the Pacific Northwest. Really sure. didn't
1: know about him until this year. I know he's a really great coach. Seems like a why would we even risk the non culture fit? I mean, I guess Brian Kelly developed a Southern accent in thirty days. Me
0: and my family—that's <laughs> crazy. So funny. <laughs> it, it seems like a risk you
1: shouldn't take.
0: You know who is available to be a head coach, and was <clears throat> the head coach of the same school that Brian Kelly is currently the coach of, and was the head coach of the f- aforementioned historically great twenty nineteen LSU Tigers. Less miles. Ed
4: go tigers. So I was thinking, go
0: tigers. Go
3: tigers. Uh, go tigers.
2: We're gonna go on with Donaball road tab. Anyhow. We're gonna throw Jail Melrow
3: my running back road Oh, Uh Jalen Melrow, do the ball by forty five <laughs> here we'll go play hard on a line, road tab. <laughs> That's you're pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh we should have got him on. Yeah. Uh we'll get him next week. Yeah we'll get we'll him once they announce him we'll get him next week. We'll um, God. <laughs> even if he, yeah, even if he doesn't get the job, we know that he's in the hunt, and so we'll uh, get him
2: next exactly. week. We'll, we'll just get his words. For a statement. For we'll his a statement, get his word yeah.
0: on, uh, on the search.
2: Taylor, you ever seen the movie uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective with Jim Carrey? Yes, of course. Yeah that that uh, interaction you just did there reminded me of that. Thank you. It's
3: very, have I've had a couple of friends say that I look like Jim Carrey. It's not my favorite thing. Also, two small so children sorry. said I look like Jim Carrey. You look like uh, Jim Carrey
1: as the Grinch. Oh, you do agree. not look like Jim Carrey at all. By the way, you look green, young, <laughs> young, young Jim Carrey. Oh, listen, has anyone
0: has anyone ever told you that you?
3: Okay, buddy. Okay, <laughs> you look like okay. okay. Okay, okay, has anyone ever told you? Let's cut mean, him out. Actually, cut him
5: character out. and flushed away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh gosh! No, no one's ever said that. No one ever. No, no one ever has even thought of that. Uh, outside of my wife, the entire very and noticeable uh, in high school, yeah, dude. When'd you do that
4: movie? Thanks,
5: so.
3: I'm <laughs> Ah, crap. KD, KD just sent a laughy emoji in the YouTube comments. Hey. Oh, not KD,
4: hey, KD, know. man. <laughs> uh, KD,
1: wait. Chad Baker Mazaro said, to Feo, what?
0: Shouts out, Chris, oh, Moore for you. the donation.
3: Um, hey, Chad, spin. how about you make a shot, buddy? Sorry,
0: wow, chemistry's off, Keegan. Mm-hmm. I don't know the last. Hey, I don't think you've said a word <laughs> on this podcast for forty-five minutes.
4: Uh, 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 I don't know the last thing I said either.
0: I think it was what? the name Kyle Shanahan. What's happening with yeah. the
3: Pistons?
4: Uh, they're, they're getting um, dog walked by Wimby. I was gonna use some choice words. They're getting beat very badly, mm.
2: and Wimby Yama has a triple double. Mm. Oh hey Wimby, uh, Keegan, did you see that the latest computer power rankings had the Pistons above the Celtics? Though <laughs> that's awesome uh, on our on our Twitter account because that's, that's um, really good. Well, it's just they like the Celtics almost lost them, so yeah, winning.
4: so they're worse. They're worse.
3: Yeah. Did y'all so, see that the Pistons had an eighteen point lead and then lost by more than eighteen for the first time in NBA history.
0: Yikes! It's <laughs> awesome
3: against so the said, Kings.
0: You said Wimby has a triple double. Yeah, he does. You know why? Because the giraffe builds spaceships. That's right. He's not just a giraffe. He's a yes, sir. an American Idol winning giraffe. Mm. Just carry I, uh, I'll just never, I'll never, the wibby stuff will always piss me off, but go ahead, Keegan, you're going to say something?
4: Yeah, in the basketball landscape, uh, Mississippi State just beat Tennessee, and the oh, whole crazy. team basically started throwing up gang signs, and it was awesome.
0: That's culture, is what
4: that is. No, it was it was literally incredible. That's
0: what Tennessee will never have.
4: Is culture. Yeah, because um, vescovy has been there for nine years, and Josiah Jordan James is not good at basketball. Uh, Zakai Ziegler's too short to make it anywhere. Um, who else do they have? Mayshack, Not really sure what he brings to the table. He's just kind of tall. Uh, I do is the same way. Um, they do get
0: that cold white boy though.
4: Oh, Dalton Connect.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's kind guy? of good. Speaking of uh, words that start with a K and then have an N, do y'all seen that guy on Twitter? Yeah, Noah Cub. Noah. Noah. It's just Noah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Noah's name's
2: Noah. Noah. Noah? Are Noah you Kay.
0: familiar with Noah? <laughs> Noah K. Um. Yeah, that Noah. Wild... That's <laughs> crazy. Anyway, um, there was a, something you said in there that was uh about the state of Tennessee. You know what else Tennessee doesn't have? I said that they don't have culture. You know what else Tennessee doesn't have? A a head coach. coach, a head coach for their NFL football team. Let's do a quick little roundup. Who are the open open positions? We got the Raiders, the uh the Chargers, the um the Panthers, the Falcons. 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 The I'm missing one. Patriots, one. Titans. Titan. did I say so? Titans, Chargers, Falcons, Commanders, mm. Raiders, Patriots, Panthers. Patriots are not technically available. I don't think it's official yet. Um, It's built
3: to Washington.
0: So Seahawks. Seahawks. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Can you believe they fired Pete? Do we? If you were to rank the options, just give me like your number one, number two. I think for me personally, it would be Chargers, uh, Falcons. Those would be the two I would want the most. Um, I would say power.
1: Falcons because their division is horrible. And you're, like, guaranteed a playoff spot.
0: Fair. Unless Desmond Ritter's still your quarterback.
1: No way. Yeah, but they have, what, a top-ten pick? There's some free agents. Sign Russell Wilson, give him a shout.
0: You know what it's lining up for? To, assuming no one... um. Reaches on Brock Bowers and reaches might not be the right word, but depending on how the draft board falls, it's lining up for them to take Brock Bowers then trade for Justin Fields, which would be awesome. And if they do that, one, I think they will be good because I still believe in Justin Fields and I obviously believe in Brock Bowers. Run if the NFL, if you're in the NFL. You should be able to figure out how to have two generational tight ends. That's just my opinion. Especially when one is Kyle Pitts and he's basically a receiver, anyways. You know. What's that
4: hashtag? He posted hashtag dick up.
0: Yeah, hashtag dick up. D I K up. Yeah, K U P. Yeah. Um, anyone else want to give their opinions on the best available? coaching positions in the NFL? I think it's the Falcons as
3: well for all the reasons, but I like the Chargers pick as well uh, because you have Justin Herbert, so you have the quarterback. It's like it's two different. You have your quarterback or you have a good amount of talent with a sucky division. So, I mean, pick your poison there, I think. But quarterback's Uh, the most supportive position. So
4: I'm going with the Seahawks. I like that. And I think it's just because Pete Carroll is staying, more than likely staying with the Seahawks organization. And so, like, you know, it'd be nice to have Pete Carroll alongside the journey.
3: So Pete Carroll's not
4: going to coach at Alabama? Not yet.
0: Okay. Not unless Greg Burns says so.
4: Or I I think I would choose the (laughs) Texans as the best opening job. Titans? (laughs) No, the Texans, because D'Amico Rimes is the Uh, head coach of the University of Alabama. Keegan,
3: we're not even joking with that. There oh, are rumors
1: kid, that kid. Galen De Behar is gonna uh interview for Seattle. Mm. Really? That would be fun. That's actually. interesting. That would be no, really cool. A, that is a tweet. Don't know if it's true. Probably not. That is a tweet.
2: I think I think most uh appealing jobs in the any league right now between the Falcons, Chargers and Seahawks, those are all rosters that are already built up to maybe not compete in terms of like be elite right now but they're 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 not bottom of the barrel. So you're you would be inheriting something that's not horrible. I think if Matt Eberflus was fired, um which I honestly think he should have been, uh I would want the Bears job. Yeah, the Bears, how is he not? I, he should have been. Uh they fired I everyone think, else. Yeah, I think the Bears have their future quarterback. I they have two upcoming picks. They have some they have Montez sweat on the D line, like the Bears are not going to win anything significant soon, but they're going to be good for a few years, I think. And I, I'm, I'm high on the Bears. Their, their stock's up. Um, I would not want to inherit the Titans. I don't think. I don't know. Vrabel's style was so boring and so painful to watch that maybe I'm just out on the Titans. But if they get a coach that maybe plays. Better style. I mean, Tajay Spears is a little more dynamic than Derrick Henry was. Not as dominant, but more dynamic. So maybe they can open up the offense a little bit. Uh, could be fun. Maybe the Titans are actually not a bad team. But um, Seattle
1: having an opening feels silly. But I would um, say that I I still feel like Vrabel's like a top ten coach. Oh, I Rabel, was thinking that v- His the, uh, his his style Rabel's will boring, be the best. But Patriots I think it was just coach. because he had Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah, I not I agree. The Patriots don't have an opening one because their current coach is still there, and two because their next coach was fired y- yesterday and is available. So, I mean, like, I really don't think that there's really any question about that. If Belichick leaves the Patriots, Vrabel is the guy there. Yeah. it just it just all makes way too much sense. Um, I did see something today about the Titans specifically that was like you kind of have a gap year because Will Levis. One, you're inheriting someone else's roster because they didn't expect to fire their coach. So if you can figure out if Will Levis is like that, and if he is, you have a, you have a guy, and if he's not, then you just get to basically reboot after that because, like I said, you you didn't have your guys yet. You know, it's like, so there's there's some there's some wiggle room in the Titans' job. I really wouldn't really want it, but I would take it, especially over the Panthers, which is. Maybe the worst job I've ever seen in any oh, professional sport. Um, Like, the least appealing head coaching job in any professional sport that I can remember. There's probably some baseball team like the Royals, a couple of years the ago. Ace. Yeah, like, there's some baseball that I'm not really thinking about, but, man, there is almost no positives to this Panthers team, except for their defense, which was sneaky good. I don't know how long it's going to take for
2: them to rebuild that entire roster. No, there. If you... Could you give the Panthers their pick of whatever offensive player they wanted in the league and whatever defensive player they wanted in the league and would it push them to the playoffs? Like would they win the NFC South if they were given Pat Mahomes and Miles Garrett? Pat Mahomes, Miles Garrett. Does that put them in the playoffs? Or well, or do yes, we think they're that far gone?
0: Same reason for the Falcons, that division is garbage. So um them getting in the playoffs would be possible. I don't know how likely it would be. Because all of the issues that the Chiefs currently have, the Panthers also have, but somehow worse. So, <laughs> and like, yeah, the Chiefs are in the playoffs and did win 10 games, if I remember correctly. But like, so I don't know. I, to answer your question, I think they... Would make the playoffs, but it would not be like they would be Super Bowl contenders by any means.
1: That roster is pretty bad, though. I mean, their line is terrible. Derek Brown was apparently had the first season with a hundred tackles as a defensive tackle, which him
0: sounds Shout crazy. Their defense, for a unit that was on the field as much as it was, because their offense was the definition of inept, was actually pretty good. All things considered, the it was issue, top five, wouldn't when... it? Yeah. Um, the biggest issue is Brian Burns. I think is a free agent, um, which yeah. is, he is their best defensive player. Um, you got to so, think he's not sticking around. Yeah, you're in a tough spot because uh, you're probably going to lose what is, like I said, probably your best player, um, and your franchise quarterback is bad and small,
3: <laughs> and Alabama's so, stock down anyway. So,
0: and you don't have draft picks. <laughs> I can't believe that. There's just nothing, like I said. There's really nothing positive going on. Honestly, your, your front office bad guy an as idiot. well. Yeah, yeah.
1: You um, you don't have any good offensive athletes. You have a young quarterback who is small with a horrible offensive line. Your defense, I, I mean, they could be good, but they also play against the Bucks, the Saints, and the Falcons, who have terrible offenses. I don't see any
0: slimmer of hope. It's it's not good. Um
1: and you know, and rightfully so. It's it's the curse that they never gave Cam Newton help on offense. That's what they deserve.
0: Um Agreed. A, team, a team none of us have mentioned as of yet is the uh, the commanders. And they're an interesting position because I don't think they're a good team by any means. But they're going to have their pick of a franchise quarterback. Well, not their pick. They're going to have a franchise quarterback. Or at least a guy they, everyone views to be a franchise type cornerstone at the number two pick, whether that is Caleb Williams or Drake May. Yeah, go ahead, Tay. You're telling me you don't think Sam Howell's the guy. I don't. Um, I think Sam Howell is not the worst quarterback in the league. Great backer. Um, I I would Gunslinger. I would employ Sam Howell as a backup. Um, but he's not a he's not the guy. Um, you, sure? But like I said, you do have a chance to get the guy, Um, whether, like I said, whether that's Caleb Williams or Drake May, Brady disagrees. Brady doesn't think either one's the guy.
2: No, uh, I disagree because (laughs) if Caleb Williams is there, I think Caleb Williams will be a great NFL quarterback. I do think great, very high ceiling. I don't, don't, it's not that I don't think Drake, Drake May is the guy. His ceiling's not as high. I don't think anybody will debate that Caleb Williams is the higher ceiling of the two. I think, I think one a generational mistake in every front office there is is drafting a quarterback and then building around him. Every young it's like uh, watching Chaney Chaney Johnson uh, play for Auburn. Like the game is just moving at a different pace right now. That it they they struggle to freshman basketball players struggle to keep up with right. So you bring in a college quarterback who isn't the most elite in the class. Drake May really good could be a fan, a, an all-pro, he's not Caleb Williams. And because he's not the guy, Caleb Williams, I hate the idea of building around a number two quarterback. Given Deshaun Watson wasn't drafted first in his class, Patrick Mahomes wasn't, I get it, but they were drafted into better situations where guys that were taken early, um, Mitch Trubisky, struggled their whole career because they went into a horrible situation and they tried to build around him. I think you need a good situation. Put the quarterback in there once you get ready. Jordan Love. Great situation, put him in there. Now he's doing good. I, I hate, I hate the idea. Like trade back, acquire more picks, and then rebuild for the future. But if they draft Drake May, I think they're stuck in purgatory. That's me.
4: I think. I think you're stuck in purgatory. (laughs) Freaking out. Also, calling Williams the guy because
2: that's what the lamestream media tells you. (laughs) Because that's what it seems like. I just said that Drake May could be an All Pro. I just think that his ceiling isn't as high as Caleb Williams, which I feel like is not a not a stretch. I say I a lot of things take. that are that are crazy. This no. one doesn't feel as crazy.
4: Uh, by the way, Cheney, how left many Caleb Williams style chat.
2: quarterbacks have made it? <laughs> Dang, Cheney! I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. He
3: well, can't hear you. He left. You um, <laughs> can answer Keegan's question. Um,
4: Keegan, what was your question? Uh, I said, "How many Caleb Williams style quarterbacks have you know?" Made it historically, made it. Well, Which there's a pretty prominent one, is. I would say. Kyler Murray, he didn't really pan out.
0: I was calling, I was, I don't think Kyler, 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 Kyler Murray is I'm, better
1: than Jalen Hurts.
0: Also, yeah, Kyler Murray is good. I don't know what you're talking about. Um,
4: <laughs>
1: he's all right. I'll tell he's you what, though. Boy? So, go ahead, Seth. I'm putting on my FGM hat. I think Sam Howell with Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and Marvin Harrison Jr. is better than Drake May minus Marvin Harrison Jr. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is amazing. And I think they're going to have a new coach. Ron Rivera even said, I think, like three weeks ago, he was like, yeah, I finally started coaching now. Something like that. Something so dumb. They're going to have a new coach. Hire Sean McVay Jr., whoever that is.
0: No one can see what you're trying to show us, Taylor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was letting Seth keep going. I'm not of
1: hire, hire Kyle Shanahan Jr., whoever that is. Maybe go get a free agent QB. Terry McLaurin, Sam Howell, Marvin Harrison Jr., Jahan Dotson, Logan Thomas, who is always a great streaming option at tight end if you ever need eight points. I mean, guaranteed. <laughs> um, you have Brian Robinson you have some good pieces. I don't I just don't know how much better Drake May is than Sam Howell. I mean, I feel like they're the exact same guy.
0: I have a an example of of a path that I think the commander should look into, which is um draft your guy if you think that he's the guy. <laughs> okay. Draft your guy. Mm. In the second round of the same draft get a receiver that you think is good okay the next year draft perhaps even a receiver that has already played with your guy tez walker okay um the next year spend a high draft pick on a elite level receiver or offensive talent and then you're the Bengals I was and then you're say, in the Super Bowl, right? I was like that we just saw, we sort of just saw a team do that exact thing, and so like, are we sure that building around the quarterback isn't the best way to do it? Like the thing is, you don't know if Drake May is going to be Joe Burrow, and I don't think that Drake May is the surefire prospect that Joe Burrow, at least that I view Joe Burrow to be out of, coming out of college, um, and that he has proven himself to be. Um I don't think Drake May is is that, admittedly. But what I do think is that Drake May has an insane upside. And if I, you just if you just do what the Bengals did, I'm not sure, you know.
2: Well, my thing about that was mm. I said if you get Caleb Williams, I'm cool with it. But the Caleb Williams of this class or of that class was Joe Burrow, right? So the Bengals got the guy then paired him with a top-ten receiver in in the league, right? When you were describing that strategy, it sounded to me like what the Texans are kind of doing. You said draft your quarterback. They took Stroud. Draft a receiver around two. They took Tank Dell in like three or something. And then you said draft a guy he's played with the next year, Emeka Ibuka, right? I mean, Marvin Harrison won't be there wherever they're drafting. But, like, I mean, it's not far-fetched to say that Emeka will probably follow the second round. Because we got guys like Malik Neighbors that are going to be first round picks.
5: Oh, he's, so he's so good too.
2: He's so Malik Neighbors is so good. Um, I don't know. I I just it's, it's so hard to be a generational quarterback. Like so hard to be like, who's, actually the guy. Who's the
0: quarterback next year? Not like of the Redskins. Like it'll oh, be Carson wow. Beck. I want to apologize. Outside of the Commanders of the Commanders, oh! of the commanders <laughs> I'm. Apologize to all who may or may not be offended by the word. Um, who I'm not asking who is the quarterback for the Commanders. I'm asking who is the guy coming out of the draft that you would be willing to take at the number one overall pick. Hayden Thorn.
1: No, <laughs> next year the draft is like Carson Beck is mm-hmm. going into it as the favorite. When that's you were, disgusting. That's, <laughs> it's not great.
0: I mean, I think you know. I think both of those guys are are solid. I guess
1: Shadur. Shadur.
0: How do you say his name? Oh, sure. Um, But I'm certainly taking Drake May over every single one, every single person you just listed. And so what that's the, uh... sort of my thinking is that putting putting it off a year when you when you have a guy that and the Redskins, ooh, the Commanders, geez, that is really wow. whipping my tail. Um, <laughs> the Commanders may view it differently, and so if that's the case, you know. You you do your thing, but I think I really do think Drake May is like he's a lot closer to one B than he is two, in my opinion.
2: So okay, so you're so your thinking would be Drake May would be the number one prospect next year. So you're still Million getting percent. What, is, what is to be a surefire guy. I get that. My only problem with that is if the if the the opportunity would be trade back and instead of putting off getting a franchise guy, trade back, okay? When you trade back, you get another first where you can spend on a surefire O-lineman, edge guy, whatever, something to fortify the team around him, receiver. Then you get an extra second round. Then the next year, quarterback class sucks. Class sucks. You're probably still at the very top of the draft. Trade back again. Get another second-round pick, and then you're just stacking. You're accruing talent so that when your quarterback gets there and there's a surefire guy, you're ready, my issue would be, say we just get Drake May, we don't get those extra picks. But because all we have is Drake May and not a line to block for him, nothing like that, we're still a three-win team. Like, we're we're not moving the needle enough because we're not good enough around him. I guess, honestly, I love what the Jets did, and they were like, we'll get a quarterback later, but we're going to have everything ready for the quarterback, and and then Aaron Rodgers kind of sucked, so, or he got hurt. So I guess that line of thinking has kind of been tried and we didn't really get to see it actually work, but I I don't know. I just feel like it's so hard to have a good quarterback without like an elite O line. Like you gotta have guys. You gotta keep well, it clean.
0: I think your your path has been tried. It's just been tried with a veteran quarterback. Yeah. On the team. Patrick Mahomes, Jordan Love. The two examples or Jordan Love you used as an example previously. Patrick Mahomes is a good example of this. They both sat for different lengths of time, but they both were behind a veteran quarterback leading a talented team. Yeah. Both of those teams were more talented than the commanders will be next year, admittedly. More importantly, though, Sam Howell is a third-year, second, fourth-year guy that isn't... Like, he's not, like, an established, like, guy. He's not, you know, he hasn't been a... the. Franchise quarterback not not to say that Alex Smith was exactly this, you know franchise cornerstone, but he was more established than Sam Howell was certainly so I think your what, like I say your path makes sense if the infrastructure is is there already, but I don't really think the commanders have that there yet either. So just biding time to get those guys. I just think I think comes back to bite you pretty quickly.
2: It's like it's like why I wouldn't I don't like starting or I don't like the idea of starting uh a true freshman at quarterback. I, I like you just throw him to the wolves, kill his confidence, he's dead. That's my thought with the quarterback. like you gotta let him develop. Like Mahomes would Mahomes have torn the league up if he had to start his rookie year, probably, but it definitely helped that he didn't have to. You know what I mean? But
1: yeah, I, I guess definitely it, helped. Tell me. Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. I think. I mean, they have got Terry you're...
0: McLaurin, and like you listed Terry McLaurin, <laughs> Jahan Dotson. Like they have, they're not like, they're not the Panthers. They're not devoid of talent on the offensive
1: side of the ball. I just think the mole that everyone should follow is hire a Kyle Shanahan type head coach. You don't need a great QB. You can get a Kirk Cousins. You can get someone like that, draft young receivers that are elite. You know, Terry McLaurin didn't have a great year. I think he still got a thousand yards. He did. So he's, he's the new Mike Evans. And then just, you know, build from there. I think you can scheme open talent. We've seen that with these coaches. Whereas Mahomes, he's the best QB by a mile, and he's throwing guys and it's hitting them in the helmet. You need guys to catch it like Justin Herbert, dog. Quentin Johnson, Johnson or Johnson can't catch a pass. And so you could hit a dude in the face. He's not gonna catch it. So I think I think a smarter thing would be sign Kirk Cousins or whoever you can get, draft Marvin Harrison, let Sam Howell sit for another year or two, and then you're you're golden.
0: I have one thing to say. Um Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey were drafted in the fifth and third rounds, respectively. Mm. They mm. could draft those guys this year. That's, like, we were... If you can get the guy at quarterback... If you think he's the guy... If you don't think he's the guy, then obviously you, you do something else. I, I fully admit that, but... I don't know, I just feel like we're... We're, you know, we're missing... The tree for the forest in this example but like it's like if there was one really tall tree surrounded by smaller trees and that was what the forest was built on and that's how the forest was designed to look based on how all the combined forests look as the the metaphor fell apart on me pretty quick but what I'm saying is that (laughs) quarterback is the most important position and if you think he's the guy you I
2: mean you just got to pull the trigger in my opinion. It's funny because me, Seth, and Alex just described how we would start a struggling franchise, like rebuild it. Alex said, get your guy, build around the quarterback. I said, trade back, fortify your O-line, the trenches, get your quarterback last, and then Seth said, go get the best skill players you can. And they'll get open. Kind of, and kind of cool. We all had different ways of going And that's out. why we're a team.
3: I think um, that uh,
2: great team. sorry, I think that
3: I agree with Alex the most, but only because like, says okay. get a guy like Kyle Shanahan, and I don't think that there's guys like Kyle Shanahan.
2: I will I say, mean, though, about Andy uh, Reid, you know who... There's one in San Francisco. Uh, there's like three I'm other...
0: There's like you know three, three other. Offenses, you know who the <laughs> offensive coordinator for the Commanders was this year? The enemy! It was Eric B. Enemy. There you go. So, I don't know if he'll be the coach. It doesn't sort of, I don't know, seem like he will be, but I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's something there that we're not. You
1: know, the Raiders should hire the
0: guy that's been Antonio Pierce, I think. They should
1: just have Kevin yeah, O'Connell, Mike McDaniels, Sean McVay. Who else is there? Just guys like that Matt LaFleur, LeFleur, LeFleur. Le Le you Le got Kalen and Matt LaFleur.
3: <laughs> but just <laughs> elite.
1: They, I mean, they've proven to, be able to scheme guys open. They don't have great QBs. He's made Jordan Love look like Aaron Rodgers. He might be. He's better. He's just a vaccinated uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Also,
0: I want to point out that my tactic does not exclude hiring a Kyle Shanahan type. I'm cool with (laughs) with that. If you want to hire a Kyle Shanahan type and draft a great quarterback, I think that's great. I think that's probably a good idea. Imagine if Kyle
3: had a great quarterback. Now, now we're getting somewhere, people. Let's combine Mm -hmm. Alex Seth and Brady's philosophies. Okay. And I think we got a Super Bowl winning ball.
1: I mean, you look at Dolphins that took a step because they got Tyreek. Yeah, the Eagles took a step because they got A.J. Brown. I guess the Cowboys and C.D. Lamb, but that was kind of different. The Bills took a step when they got Stephon Diggs. I think having an elite playmaker – on the outside, helps out an offense a lot. So are why kidding? why are you Three so down those? on Peyton
0: Thorne? Three of the guys you just mentioned <laughs> were traded. So maybe it, they should just call the Raiders about Devontae Adams.
1: Uh, why would you get a thirty-two-year-old receiver? Uh, if the, I mean, it, I, mean I mean, look at J-Lawatt. look at the Bengals. I, don't I mean, think there's there are
0: Joe, a lot of young Joe, ones Bur- available, but Joe
1: Burrow struggled, and then they got Jamar Chase. It is kind of
2: crazy, but they got Joe Burrow first. They did. It is kind of crazy. He was
1: bad. He was bad. It was his first season. (laughs) So
0: he was a like. I don't. They realized okay, we need a guy. Which yeah, everyone needs a guy at, at whiteout. Obviously, that's one of the the things that premier teams seem to have is is elite receiver play, except for the Chiefs last year. But the Packers. The Packers, doing like, it with the Packers the got like twelve or league. receivers. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Jaden Reed's Tyree Kill, but better. Um, He's good. But like, what I'm, I I I think my main point is that you prioritize quarterback if there is someone there worth prioritizing, and I am of the opinion that Drake May is worth prioritizing. Your the two of you seem to not be. So that's just sort of a fundamental difference on on that.
1: Next year's QB class is stinky. I will give you that.
0: Part of my thing is that the 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 Bears last year had the number one pick. They were like, we don't like this QB class as much as we like the next one. Plus, we still have Justin Fields, right? We just spent this pick on this guy. We don't really we don't want to take a quarterback this year. Let's put it off. If Sam Howell was Justin Fields, I would be right there with Brady. I just you I don't think you're investing as much into same hell as you are Justin Fields so I don't think there's much of a reason to to do that but I do I I get where you're both coming from admittedly because you do need both of those things you do need a good offensive line you do need good wide receivers
2: yes I think that it is uh, slightly ironic and awesome for me that when Seth listed the teams with the elite wide receivers having success the Eagles Dolphins and Cowboys um, he also listed the teams with the three best offensive lines. So, that makes me feel good. Yeah, better.
1: the Dolphins? Do they have a good offensive line? The Dolphins
2: have a fantastic offensive line.
3: You got to when you got a bum throwing the ball. Um, so. That's
2: right. They got you a know, lefty at quarterback? No. Get out of, get out of town. town. Get out of town. You know Why do you think Penix lefty? pissed down his leg? Because he's a, lefty, he's a and lefty. The lights are far too bright for left hope So bright for a lefty. They They don't even know how to Gosh. grip the football.
0: Did Phil Mickelson ever even okay, win a major? what is the biggest no. question mark on the Dolphins? Get, get, get a good quarterback, quarterback, right? They yep. they missed on quarterback. That's the thing. They might miss on the quarterback.
2: The Dolphins, has, the Dolphins the question had mark.
3: four opportunities to not go play Kansas City in, in negative degrees mm-hmm. in the second half.
0: The Dolphins also had the opportunity Goose to draft egg. Justin Herbert.
3: Goose egg, they put and up. They didn't. So, so, like, and they have great receivers, great offensive line, and they don't have a great quarterback. What, so that's what po- pi- point,
1: Alex? I'm mediator. What I mean, what pick is more likely to fail? An early QB on a bad team.
3: A hundred percent, but that's because they don't grow on trees. Take so the you sure got to get them when you
1: can. Wide receiver one, best receiving prospect since who? Randy Moss. I mean, he's insane. Why would but also why you? I'm, Ryan look at Williams not in high high Ryan Williams at, in high school. Look <laughs> at right. Ryan Williams look at, years, uh, We're going to have the same discussion, and I'm you taking take Ryan. him. You take Ryan. over Walker White.
3: Look at look at this though. <laughs> yeah, Alex mentioned it earlier. Tyree Kill's taking what fifth round? Travis mm-hmm. in the third, or is it opposite? Third. Does that matter? Yeah. No, you uh know. Tank Dell, Nico Collins. Like these guys are dudes that. Puka, Puka. Nakua, George Kittle. George Kittle, never heard of.
0: There's every him. good. Time, so many basically.
3: great. There's so many great offensive weapons that you can take in later rounds. I think there's more great receivers, especially coming up. Like the receiver position is stacked Devontae in the Adams coming years. The second round pick. Like.
0: Stephon the quarterback position is just not going to be
3: as stacked as
0: Randy Moss was drafted in the seventh round. AJ Brown and DK Metcalf, I believe, both were second round picks. Remember the Randy Moss thing is a complete lie. I have no clue. I
2: I'm pretty sure he was. was top Tom two. Brady, Tom Brady was pick. a six round pick. So is that your go?
3: Right, Tom Brady, uh, six round. He's not okay. my go. but
1: yeah. last <laughs> year, first round receivers, Drake London, Garrett. or no, two years ago. Last year was Zay Flowers is look good. Jordan Addison's look good. Quentin Johnson is terrible. Jason, I don't really know much about him. Drake London catch against the Eagles. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jamison Ooh. Williams, uh. elite guys. Jamar He's Chase, the, 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 the year before. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle Devontae Smith,
3: Kadarius
1: Toney, who's hey, – real, real quick. Real uh, quick.
3: I'm not going to – Pamela's receivers the the, the for that insane. Uh insane. I'm not saying that there's not elite receivers taking the first round 100%, and they can be dogs. But I, it is more likely to draft a good receiver or a good tight end later than it is to even hit on a quarterback wherever in the draft.
0: So, I think if you think that he's a guy, you have to take him over a receiver. That's a good point. There are what? Eight good quarterbacks? Maybe. Like so,
2: Alex, is Trevor Lawrence one of them?
0: Not this year.
2: Okay. Bounce back I season. Think for I think I at
0: 13th, 12th or 13th I, on my QB rankings, but them.
2: Guys, we can end this argument right now. Egan, Commanders, are you taking Drake May or Marvin Harrison
1: Jr.? Marvin Harrison Jr. a big one. Easily. Okay. It's not even a debate. He's he's Honestly, the biggest I UNC say fan. May. He's the I biggest you'd say Drake UNC May. fan. Well, it's Sam. it's Sam Howell two I'm years shocked. later. I'm
4: shocked. I mean well, no, he's better than Sam Howell. Sam Howell's a little bit shorter, uh, not as live of an arm, but still a gunslinger. Uh what is not, his hands as, not as much of a willing runner, I don't believe Sam Howell is.
0: Uh watch. Drake a May is two and a half mobile. I watched a two and a half minute clip of Drake may runs the other day. And I mean, the, the dude on Twitter, the yeah. first two
4: were pretty
1: convincing. Like he, he yeah, he's
4: the idea that back. I have for, for Drake may is that he's a, a not as good of a runner, Josh Allen, but a better passer, potentially better passer. Ooh. He's not as risky in his throws. He appears to be cons- more consistent, at least in the college level. Um, and his seasons got screwed each year mostly because UNC defenses have been hot garbage. AIDS. Um, shout out Gene Chizik, baby. I do think <laughs> Sam Howell is still like pretty decent, and I think the commanders would fare better like for the next five to 10 years if they had a Marvin Harrison type who ended up being the greatest receiver in the league, or at least close to Jetta's. What if we think Roma Dunze
3: is just as good as Marvin Harrison? Well, you're not going to get him. But
4: you can I'm get if you can a, get a Dunze a little bit. later. I don't think they have more
2: than one pick, do they? What uh, if you can trade up? Fair enough. I'm and get on. Marvin I'm and a Dunze. I'm going to be honest. I think
0: those. I think if if you're taking a receiver, you should 100 percent trade back. If specifically for the Commanders, I don't think every team. This would apply to every team. But if you for were the, the Bears, commanders, if you're If you're going to take a receiver, I would definitely trade back, get more picks, and then take one of Neighbors or Dunze. Just because I think the value you could get for that pick would be insane and would certainly, at least in my opinion, make up the difference between Harrison and those other two.
4: Yeah, I like that idea. Because you've already got, like you said, you've got Terry McLaurin. You've got Jahan Dotson, who might be pretty good, but hasn't really done much. You've got a good... Pretty solid running back, stable. Uh your defense is horrid. So because they traded everybody. Say they did trade I don't think Terry McLaurin is team. is a true surefire wide receiver one. I mean, he's played well over the past few years with not much talent around him. I still don't think he should be considered your guy. I think
0: he's a well, especially not now because he's low tier like wide receiver one. Is he that old?
4: There's no way.
0: He was like really old coming out of college. I don't know how long he's been in the league, but he's old. Twenty-eight, no. I
4: think.
0: Because it was like Terry McLaurin, like Jahan Dotson
4: was kind of their second receiver, but not really.
0: But I mean, they didn't really have anyone. The else. Packers are doing it with with not elite receivers, right? We don't really think they're they're Super Bowl contenders. Is the I would say that's that feels like the general consensus on the Packers.
2: Hey, well, hey. Keegan Keegan's got a Keegan's gonna talk about this later about the Packers. Keegan's got <laughs> I something don't, to say. I well, don't this, think Super no, Bowl this could be a good,
0: this could be a good jumping off point to our discussion about the playoffs because we were gonna touch on that. We went a little longer being FGMs um, than I think we intended to, but um, the Packers are not really Super Bowl contenders. At least I think they're good, and I think Jordan Love's really good, but they don't have elite receivers and. They're not really Super Bowl contenders, right? So that is that goes to your thing, but you also said that having a great like they've gotten here without the elite receivers, and if there's more elite receivers, it's easier to get an elite receiver later than it is to get a good quarterback. I think that's that's my, it's just a like I said earlier, it's a it's a matter of positional value. Um and the, positional val- the potential positional value of a Drake May is worth it, in my opinion.
1: I, I think situations make quarterbacks, and I think having Terry McLaurin, having Marvin Harrison Jr., and I am working under the assumption that they out go out and get a veteran QB. Like, I mean, if they get Kirk Cousins, it's a reunion. You like that? I would love that. You like that? I don't know. I, I'm always going for talent. I'm going for the best player. That's Marvin Harrison Jr. I would genuinely be
3: curious to see, like, if you pulled. <clears throat> sorry, if you pulled all the front offices. What they would say on this topic? We should. so we get on that, Brady? If you could uh, pull all the front offices, or get Donald. Yeah, uh, you have a pretty close relationship with him.
2: I'll uh, I'll I'll reach out to Donnie see if he's got a comment on that on what he would do in this situation. Um and I and I'll reach out to to league sources. I actually have, I have another contact within the White House. I'll ask him what he has on this. What he would do. I'll get Appreciate back to y'all. Okay. Yeah, uh, take I will want to just do.
0: a quick survey. Who, who would you take at number one overall, Seth? I'll get who me? You. Yeah, who would you take with the number one overall? What pick? team am
1: I? In? What team you're, am I? You're the Bears. Oh, if I'm the Bears, I'm trading Ooh. that to the. His teams are desperate for a QB. I'm trading it back to three or four, you know, get all the Patriots pick, and then draft Marvin Harrison. Okay. But if I'm number one, I'll probably take Caleb Williams. Uh, It seems it's been obvious for a while.
0: Brady, you, you were saying earlier you would take Caleb Williams number one? Yeah? If you're the Bears? One,
2: one. If I, okay. 1-1 One one most years, yeah, Caleb Williams. If I'm the Bears, though, I am trading back to number three because I think that the team who's number you've got two, you've got two quarterback needy teams. You got, I don't, I don't count the Cardinals because Kyler Murray. I think they're going to try to continue that. I think they're going to let that experiment run out. So then you've got as I they should. Yeah, I, which I agree with. You got the Commanders and you've got the Patriots who need quarterbacks. I don't think you want to trade back. To four, or I, I I think you want to stay within the top three to ensure you get Marvin Harrison. After that, it gets really shaky. So I think you let the Patriots then take Caleb Williams. The commanders probably stay pat happily because we're high, uh, fairly high on Drake May at number two. And then you get you, the guy you need, Marvin Harrison, but with an extra second rounder pretty much from the Patriots. That's what I would do. But, so if,
0: if you're the Patriots yeah. at number one, what would you do? Take Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. And it's not
2: okay. close. because so it... I think he he's the slam dunk.
0: So Seth, if that was more sold, would you take Drake they... May the Patriot. Uh, if you're the Patriots at three, Drake May's that someone does the Commanders take Martin Harrison. Are you taking Drake May
1: at number three? Yeah, I don't know their line situation, but um... the Patriots
0: are horrid. Like. Hard their uh, receiver situation is significantly I worse than the commanders. I don't think their line's great, but it's better probably would, than the commanders. If Drake I could
1: get he seems like the the culture fit there. We all know what I'm trying to say. Um but <laughs> it's a good pick. I also struggle with taking linemen that early unless they're elite, and I don't know this Joe Alt guy or this Penn State tackle, I don't know how good they are, but I'll say this.
2: If I could trade back to between nine and thirteen, so still you know that upper echelon, and get an extra second rounder. I'm probably doing that.
0: So you're just not taking a quarterback,
2: unless it's Caleb Williams. Okay, I would. I think after this pod, I'm going to watch a little more Drake May film because I wasn't convinced. I mean, I'll go put his highlights on from this season. I was just like, hey, he's good, not great. Maybe, maybe I'm missing something. you You're, not, you're know. not looking at the all
1: twenty-two. So- I, I don't drafted
2: decide.
1: Bo Callahan. <laughs> Bo Callahan's not going 1 1 for me. Bo Callahan can't go. Monte 1-1. Mac,
4: no matter and, what. <laughs> see, what's crazy is Caleb Williams is getting as high, as much hype as he gets. His team was just as bad, if not worse, than North Carolina. They weren't just... doing anything. He wasn't doing anything. To, I mean, obviously, his not, arm just popped. He wasn't doing anything that much more impressive than Drake May was. And Drake May's a better runner. His arm pops crazy. He's he, Drake Mason is much of an escape artist. He's a better runner. This arm he, talent from Caleb
1: Williams isn't Caleb Williams. He just had that elite sophomore year. And then
0: I think my thing is, and I've seen it described... a couple people have described it as like Josh Allen in Herbert's body a little because cl- he's not a, he's not as thick as Allen, right? Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. a and that is a pretty like big difference in the Josh Allen archetype is that he is a he's a big dude. He's not just tall, he's big. Herbert's a little little thinner, a little more wiry, but so her, so it's like Josh Allen's play style in Justin Herbert's body. And I sort of think that that's a little more translatable to the league than I don't know. I think hoping Caleb Williams can be Mahomes scares me a little bit because there isn't really anyone like Keegan was sort of saying earlier there isn't really anyone else like mahomes that's sort of a one of one um more so in play style than like arm talent because i think as we like aaron rodgers has more arm talent than maybe anyone's ever played other than patrick mahomes but the play style is not the same you know i think there's that, that is there but it's it's not like mahomes is just so like chaotic in in a very positive way almost exclusively but and if you're just banking on that I think that scares me a little bit as a GM you know the GM that I am but um that's sort of where I where I fall you know we'll, hey guys we'll discuss that on our uh NFL mm-hmm. NFL mock draft episode
1: you know um mm-hmm. to to kind of sum up my point I feel like Drake May and Caleb Williams I feel like they're not really culture changers like they have they weren't a part of the best team in college. They didn't go undefeated, albeit they were on a team with a really bad defense and a team that wasn't as talented as other teams. But I don't see them coming in and being a culture changer and setting everyone right. That could be me. Obviously, I'm not very prepared on the game tape, the 22 cut-up. I'm waiting on Ty to hit me up. Well, Marvin Harrison's
0: available. We'll get it.
1: Marvin Harrison's just that guy. Brady, were you able to get in uh contact with your with your source <laughs> of the White House?
2: I uh yeah. yeah we're White speaking House of Washington. Speaking of Washington, we've got a guy, uh boots on the ground down there. So let me uh let me call him real quick. Post personal hey, uh, friend. Post personal friend President Joe Biden, uh Brady Hart Future GMs podcast. Just want to know uh what are your thoughts on the upcoming draft? And what would you do uh, with, with the uh, with the quarterback class?
1: Listen, man. Who is Drake May? Drake May, do what? I'm confused. What a funny sounding name, man. I would take Caleb Williams at number one. Celtics and six.
2: Okay, Celtics and six. Thank you, thank you, President Joe Biden. Threw in a little <laughs> I, extra in there. I, and, I, I you know, that's the sort of <laughs> Celtics and six. That's
0: sort of until you're not going to get anywhere else, uh, yeah, except I the think- Oval Office.
2: I think he got confused, Drake. What What could Drake do? Drake may do what? Um, that's okay. That's okay. I think, he, I does think he that. might have. That happens sometimes. I'm he sure. might have all types.
1: <laughs> <And I'm, I'm laughs> Subjective. You know, Drake may be a good QB. He may not be. I don't know. know he, may, he may not.
0: Joe's more of a friend, Tarkenton type. You know, mm-hmm. he's always
1: he's always <laughs> wanted that more so.
3: than Drake may. I wasn't back just to, thank thank you, Joe, for coming on. Yeah, appreciate yeah, thank you, back
1: President to back Joe Biden. <laughs> Back-to-back, back. I mean. Um, Brady's
0: got so a lot of contacts. Attacks. Insider Brady has has really had one tonight. <laughs> He's, He's been on up. one.
1: He's the network's up. deep. Hey, That's I'll tell you what, though. If you join our Patreon, we, we can have many more members and many more guests. Yep. So many. So Good. many guests. All right.
0: Um, this Whew. was supposed to be a part of the podcast uh, that probably took longer than what we just did. But it's NFL Playoff Wild Card Weekend. We're going to do a little bit of a breakdown. We're also going to put together, after a brief hiatus of correct um, betting advice, a little future games lay of the week. Is everyone ready for the lay of the week? Oh, yeah. Lay of the week, lay of the week. Okay, I was about to say, I was, you know what, I, wanted, I do want to say, for all the listeners, I'm looking at my Zoom screen, sorry for hitting my mic, I'm looking at my Zoom screen, all, all four of them are looking out their phone. I was whoa, getting whoa, my whoa, lay of the week one, ready. Not one of them was looking at me. Not one of them was lay listening.
3: The
1: week. Not one of them cares. Lay of the week.
3: I care so much about you, Alex. Get my lay of the week ready,
1: bud. Hey. I mean, hey I'm up. I'm running up my word counts too high after this episode. I need to get back down.
0: That's true. We do need to. We need to go go through quickly through these. Um, on the NFC side. All right. You know what? Scratch that. We're gonna go with the AFC because both those games are on Saturday. So on the AFC side at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Can C.J. Stroud cement himself as a top-five quarterback, or is Joe Flacco elite? Great questions.
3: Uh, I got a couple things on this game so far. I just, a couple guys that hadn't practiced yet this week. Uh, Will Anderson, he's in not a practice, as well as uh, a receiver um forgot his name miles garrett though also had practice not sure why uh it's just kind of coming from sources uh from google um so that's something to look out for um i'm guessing other people have some thoughts before i give my pick because this is my game that's what i'm gonna pick so if y'all want to jump in
1: y'all can i think this is a cj stroud legacy game i mean he's gotten off to about as good of a start as you can as a as a QB. And you know, he's he's the mold breaker. Second QB picked was elite. And I really hope that they win. Unfortunately, I think the Browns are better.
0: Mm. Browns defense is insane. Um has been all year. Joe you know, Flacco. Something about him. Um there's just there's something that, Something bad about trust.
3: <laughs> Joe Flacco.
0: Something about Flacco. <laughs> Something
3: about <of> Flacco. How <laughs> you do that so I, well?
0: I do think... I, I think the Browns are going to win. Um, Mostly because CJ Shroud still plays for the Texans. And the Texans of all NFL franchises not named the Chargers feel the most cursed to me. Like, it feels like the Texans just aren't allowed to feel joy. Like, even... Mm. This season has been really good, so like they'll get a sense of joy. And D'Amico Ryan's a good coach, so like there's there's upside, but it feels like they're just destined for a heartbreaker, like a Joe Flacco 45 yard bomb with four seconds left in the game to M. R. Cooper to win it. That's just it. Feels like heartbreak's coming for him. That's that's my opinion. Keegan Brady, any thoughts?
4: Uh, Stroud boys in one.
0: <laughs> Love that, Brady. What you got?
2: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reflect the same sentiment. I think Alabama's feature head coach uh gets the win here. There you
1: go. Hey you go. it's flight tracking time. There's a flight from Eugene, Oregon year. to Tuscaloosa. Already I'd, down say there? It's, I'd say it's announced tomorrow. Yeah I'll be honest. Uh, guys, Lane Kiffin has landed. He's touched down in Tuscaloosa
2: <laughs> after a seven hour. <laughs>
0: It was an emergency landing. The plane, the plane fell out of the sky.
1: So he will be up in the Whilst, air in moments. They're the
3: refueling real quick.
0: Is Tank Dill
1: going to be back for this
4: game? I don't I think so. so. I
0: thought he was out for the year. I thought so. I thought so, he too. destroyed everything. Yeah, I thought he was like done for. <laughs> well, poor guy. Um, Literally
4: everything's yeah.
3: gone. I've been... Go ahead
4: give a sure Yeah. Yeah.
3: So here's the thing. As, as it's very popular uh, that I haven't won a single pick of a LA. lay. Jeez, Very popular. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Still, I still haven't won. I, you know, we didn't pick uh any of the playoff games. We should have because I said Michigan Washington the championship. I said Washington win, but we won't have to talk about that part. It was also I was just fading everybody else because I didn't want to have the same pick. So don't give me too much credit. Um I've been going back and forth on this game. Joe Flacco, he's Flacco, something about him. You just know he's not gonna piss down his leg because he's elite and he's been there, right? C.J. Stroud's been good in big-time games at the college level. And I'm scared to do it. Um, it's in Houston. I think I'm a ride with H-Town. Give me Houston plus two and a half. Lock it in. H-Town,
1: stand H-Town? up. H-Town,
4: stand up. Stroud
3: boys. boys, let's go. H-Town, hold ride it down until we drown. Boys.
1: This is Come a pro-Houston Texans pro-C.J. So, yeah, Stroud podcast. Um,
0: and I know I asked earlier whether he would cement himself as top five quarterback. I think he already has. I mean, going into I mean, next year, I am confident in saying CJ Shroud is a top five quarterback in the league. The, a,
1: they, he essentially won a road playoff game last week, too.
0: Um yeah, but there's there's plenty of years of CJ Shroud playoff games to discuss. You know whose time you might be running out on? Who's uh, to a to a of Um mm-hmm. and he plays <laughs> Saturday evening at eight fifteen PM Eastern on Peacock. Uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I will not be watching this game because I refuse to k- re-enter um, my Peacock subscription. <laughs> there may be some illegal streaming services that are used. I I will never say that I would never do such thing, but it's possible that some people do use some illegal streaming services to view this game. Um, It just feels like the Chiefs are going to win, right? Does everyone sort of agree with that? That it just feels like the yeah, dolphins of- are cooked?
3: almost 100% sure that
0: Chiefs the are going to win this football game.
2: The Dolphins well, just love losing. Is this game played on Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday,
0: PM. 8:15 p.m. Eastern.
2: Gotcha. 8:15 p.m. The temperature uh, is going to be roughly roughly 4 degrees with a wind chill of negative 7. Uh on Sunday in Kansas City, the high is 0. The warmest it'll be all day is 0 degrees. So, I think that hurts Miami. Gotta it think like it hurts him.
0: What do you think the coldest two has ever been is? He played in <laughs> Buffalo,
1: maybe in a late game? They played in Buffalo the last two weeks
0: yeah, of So here, that's gotta week? be it, right? Like Shirley? Definitely. I mean, he's from Hawaii. 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 He moved to the state the of islands. Alabama. Like that boy had never known cold until he went to Buffalo. And never now he's going cold. Gonna, he's yeah staring up at a zero on the on the temperature. The part of my take,
3: guys, shout out. They're going to have a couple. How many How many big thermometers this weekend? <laughs> like three. Down on the sideline, at least. <laughs> one in each Is corner, we,
1: actually. I'd probably say two. One per. But as the honorary uh parlay picker for this game, mm. I don't care about who's going to win. Uh-oh. No one does. I just know that they're not scoring more than 44 <laughs> points. Come on. I mean – Playing in a blizzard, Tua already sometimes struggles with arm strength. Now imagine trying to throw the ball when it's zero degrees in 20-mile-an-hour winds. Mm. Ty- Tyreek Hill revenge game, it could happen. You know, the the Chiefs don't really have any sort of playmaker. Travis Kelsey, a shell of himself, we all known that. He's been <laughs> cooked since about week 14. He let my fantasy team down, and I'll never forgive him. Game's on Peacock because they know – It's going to be a boring game. They don't want to waste their nationally televised slots on a game that's going to end 14-7. to I don't think both teams score that many points. I think the defenses are better and well-equipped in the temperature of zero and 20-degree winds. Could be snowing. Patrick Mahomes' last – or Chris Jones' last game in Arrowhead. I think Chiefs probably win. Probably win like 13 to 10, maybe 17 to 13, something like that. But it's not touching 44 points. There you go, Miami
0: Casey under 44. Okay. Following that up on the first Sunday kickoff at 1 p.m. Eastern on CBS, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, 10 win Pittsburgh Steelers. Do you remember someone called that perfectly. Um, me. Uh, the 10 win Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. This is another example of. Um, just feels like an uneven matchup. I just, I don't really see it for the Steelers in this one. The Bengals ha- or excuse me, the Bills have been really good lately and uh, Josh Allen's played pretty well um, at Buffalo where it may be zero there too. Who's to say? But yeah, my uh, my prediction is the Bills.
3: To no cover? thoughts.
0: Okay. I no hate to... uh... Is yeah, it to cover? Um, I don't think Anyone claimed this game for the lay, right? This one was the one we didn't touch. I didn't
3: claim the game for the lay. Yeah, uh, never mind.
0: Unless you want to claim it, Brady. I've we I uh, we agreed, but uh, you can I change it. I believe
1: over Holy under forty, crap. and I think it's Buffalo minus ten. Well, guys, here's the
2: issue: is on Saturday it's going to be snowing, and the wind is going to average thirty miles an hour uh, in Buffalo, and then on Sunday is also going to be snowing and average 25 miles an hour. So, hope you don't want to kick Tyler Bass and whoever's the kicker for the Steelers. Jason hope you Sanders. Expect. Cody Parkey. Okay.
0: Why do you know the
4: that's kicker,
2: the Bears for kicker. The Steelers? Jason that's Sanders. Not. It's Chris Boswell. No, the, I would say the yeah, Steelers was Boswell.
4: Chris Boswell. I, I, I said the Dolphins kicker. I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you,
2: that's, that's, okay. All right, that's okay. That's, that's okay, all right, I
3: didn't all
0: right. All right. know you guys knew kickers so well.
2: Um, um, I, I really I don't like either of these kickers.
3: He can, is Keegan gonna kicker
4: uh, kicker talk real quick? You, we'll you do, want we'll kick do that next
0: episode. We'll
3: just next
0: two kickers.
4: Every single team I'll say they're kicker. How about that?
3: Perfect. I don't like either of these teams. Uh I guess I'll take the Bucks to win, but uh, yeah,
4: not on the legs Bills. Who
3: cares? That's that's what I meant. The Bills. The Bucks. Giannis is actually yeah. gonna play this weekend
1: say.
0: for uh game's going for 36. Yeah. Probably nope, so not. So the
1: equipment manager. Yeah. Bills all around, I'm assuming is what we're yeah, going with. Yeah. I, no TJ Watt. I don't think he's supposed to play. They're starting Mason Rudolph. Gonna Oof. be in a blizzard. Oof. I mean, the under is forty. I would look into that if I unders. was hypothetically in a legal state. Sure. I'm seeing thirty six. Thirty-six? 36. I, I mean so I'm still saying, with
0: the way the Bills have been trying to been run it, been trying to run the ball e- recently and the fact that it's gonna be twenty five degree wins feels
1: like a, I feels would like be a, more a safe win. bet. And Anytime touchdown with Josh Allen, he'll QB sneak it one time. And I'd, spl- I'd throw a little on Dawson Knox, too. I feel like he'll be sprinkle. a little dump off. Just like a, a little oh, $5.
0: a unit. Just a oh, unit sprinkle. or two. Just a, a unit little, or
1: two. A little quarter of you. Just thing.
3: If it wasn't <laughs> Mason Rudolph and it was Devlin Duck Hodges of Mortimer Jordan fame, you got to look the other way. But it's not. It's Mason Rudolph.
0: Sanford Bulldog, great. Doug Hodges. All right. Bill's all around there. Moving on. Sunday at 4 30 PM Eastern on Fox. We have a battle of two of the most historic franchises in the NFL. The Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys in ATT Stadium. Dak Prescott legacy game. Some are saying. Jordan Love. I I cement himself. But uh, a lot of storylines here. Mike McCarthy revenge game. Question mark.
4: Matt LaFleur is a better coach. Jordan Love's a better quarterback. The Packers have won eight of the last nine. Packers have won. Come on. <laughs> eight of the last nine? Eight is this money line, Keegan, or what's the this line? This is straight up money line. Oh. Keegan
1: what is a big balls pick. pick. If Put this was a his, if this was in Green Bay, I think they win by 10. But it's in Jerry World.
5: That's Dak has,
1: stadium. Dak hasn't played good against good teams. We know that. Packers, they've been hot. I don't know. It's the Cowboys, man. They love
4: folding like a broken chair. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers Aaron had Roger. them in shambles.
1: He really the, did. It's crazy. Was that was that the Des Bryant? He yeah. didn't complete the catch? Was that that game? But he, d- I just but wanna, he did.
0: I just want to point he did. out that the, the Packers have only won three of their last five, so eight of their last nine is not possible. <laughs>
1: Of <laughs> uh, the games
4: against the Cowboys.
0: Oh, okay. I misunderstood you. That I makes more sense. Yeah, I yeah, also yeah. misunderstood. No, sorry, 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 I was
4: like, "Dang, the last night against hot. the against the
0: bulls against the Cowboys." Against the, that makes against more the sense. The cow yeah. cowpokes. <clears throat> um,
4: oh, and uh, Anders Carlson, kicker for the Green Bay Packers, Auburn grad, and Brandon Aubrey, kicker for the uh, Dallas All Cowboys, pro kicker. USFL best kicker
1: uh, in the league,
4: transferred leagues. Anders oh. Carlson's terrible. Um, he's horrible. I hate him.
1: And in a dome.
3: It'll help. Yeah. I have the Cowboys going to the NFC Championship, but they're playing the Eagles. So let's go with Green Bay Packers. In my in my prediction, that is, they're playing the Eagles. So that's not gonna happen. Give me Packers.
4: Hey, go Pack, go, baby.
0: I think I'm also going Packers. I don't let's think that. I don't think Dak has it. I don't he doesn't. He literally never
1: great. has had it. I could uh, be Cowboys. Cal- I think cowboys win by double digits. I want the
4: cowboys fans to literally want to never touch or see football again.
1: Amen to that. They're not so gonna I'm pass really up get into the, existence. The the Eagles Cowboys semifinal. Cowboys fans
3: are already having a rough week with Nick Saban getting fired.
0: <laughs> Eagles <laughs> Eagles are making it to the semifinal. Interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the uh the Cowboys have Tony Pollard. So yeah, right. they're gonna So win. it's a loss. Brad. So that's it's a loss. Yeah, so appreciate it,
0: bro. Tony Potter might be the 22nd best player on the field at any given time.
1: <laughs> that's hard. I, I, I would I would look first at Packers percent. money line, but I think the Cowboys end up winning in the I think Micah Parsons goes dumb.
0: So we got three for the Packers, two for the Cowboys. Is that where we're going with? hmm Uh Bing. Keegan with straight Keegan up. with uh, money line. Packers' money. That's line. That's your yeah. Straight up money line. Bet, yeah. Correct. Closing out the Sunday night games is a battle of X's both ways. A trade that was notoriously made between these two teams. Brought one team a Super Bowl. Brought another team Dan Campbell. In a, not really, but you know. Um the Rams at the Lions Sunday, 8 15 Eastern on NBC. Um, not to spoil things for my lay of the week pick, but I'm going Rams.
5: Ooh. I
0: think, I think McVay is a better coach. I think Matt Stafford is a better quarterback. And I think we've all kind of thought the Lions were a little bit frauds like all year, like just a, just a tiny hair. And I they've think, been on
1: the bubble for sure.
0: Yeah. And so I think, um, I think they they've got a lot to build on, but I you know, I think they should be proud of this year. But I'm expecting a Matt a classic Matt Stafford, absolute gunslinging master class mm-hmm. from the kid here. So um Rams money line. That's my that's my lay of the week pick.
3: pick. I like the Rams yeah. as well.
1: That's I don't know what the line say. is. I would I would probably lean a uh, Rams spread, I feel like unless I don't think I think oh Aaron Donald is he the most important part in this game, and I think he has a day. Um, I don't know if the Lions – if they stick with David Montgomery, I'll be pissed off again. Um, Jameer Gibbs is better at literally everything. But I don't know. I, this feels like I want the Rams to win so bad because I, I love Matthew Stafford, even though he has some allegations. You know, I had Allen Robinson on my fantasy <laughs> team two years ago. Didn't really receive any passes. Then he puts on a long white sleeve shirt, scores a touchdown that week. That He's is obviously... frisky.
3: He's, He's frisky.
0: He's <laughs> frisky.
2: Matthew Stafford is officially in the frisky conversation. Finally.
0: Um the line is Lions minus three. So Oh, Um I've always said it's hard to win a football game by less than three. But a yeah. three-point win is pretty common and would be a push here. So you just view that how you want. But uh, yeah, just want to let everyone know.
2: So you taking Rams money line or plus three? I'm doing Rams money line. We are going three. for chaos here. Love that.
3: When this hits, send us uh, send us your tickets <laughs> on Twitter.
0: <laughs> any any other? Uh, we've heard Seth and my predictions. The other three you got, you guys got. Got any words? Any thoughts? Uh, any Rams, Rams Stafford
2: slinging that thing. Rams are a more well rounded team. Have a better, uh, maybe not a better running game, but dang, I love Kyron. Uh, give me the The overs 51 and a half. Give me the Rams and the under hits, but barely. It'll be 24 maybe, 20. Maybe more than that.
1: Yeah. Egan. Uh, Lions cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of go off on a tangent here, guys. I'm, I'm browsing Twitter, trying to gather intel, and uh, apparently Saban has announced that in 2026 he's going to run for senator, so him and Tommy Tuberville can face each other and see who would win That's- that matchup. Saban would demolish, wipe
0: the floor with that boy. Dominate him. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we've got... Rams all around, except for Keegan, right? Because that was that's yep. what we decided. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Rounding us out, then, on ESPN, ABC, ESPN two, and ESPN plus, <laughs> apparently, because you know we there's not it's impossible to broadcast one game too many times. You yeah, like can't what I have too many broadcasts. Yeah. Um, at eight p.m. Eastern on Monday evening, the Philadelphia Eagles oh, this play is a at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A uh, mid-off.
4: High chance of rain. Um, Eagles yeah. Buccaneers is insane. Jalen Hurts uh, has a dis- destroyed middle finger.
2: Yeah, I, I'm i disgusted by this game. Um, <laughs> Just completely mortified. This would be the product the NFL gives us on Monday Night Football for the first round of the playoffs. Hey, it's, it's mortifying. But that said, you look at Tampa, they might be the better team right now. Um, They kind of played the Panthers a little... If they, if they would have played the Panthers like they would have handled the Panthers a little bit easier, it wouldn't have been like a 9-0 game or whatever it was, I'd probably yeah, take it. them. Um, but because they didn't inspire confidence, they just kind of did their job as much as they needed to And genuinely a must-win game. We're not going to pick points here. Uh, but you look at the Eagles' defense is in shambles. Horrendous. Worst it's been they demoted their defensive coordinator for Patricia. Horrible. Sirianni's, boy. On his way out. Sirianni's on his way out. Jalen oh, Hurts forgot so he's a quarterback. He forgot he's a quarterback. I don't think he's a good running back anymore because he's been hurt all year, apparently. it has no middle finger on his throwing hand. I, he's got more Instagram captions than he does touchdown passes this year. I'm in a bad mood. And it's going to be raining. Give me the under. top it off,
0: the under. The
2: under. At forty-four points, uh, and then yeah. Who's
0: going to win the game, though?
2: Uh,
0: not
3: not the team. not the audience. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, not the radio, not
2: the, <laughs> yeah everyone but the audience. probably the Eagles, but <laughs> they shouldn't like like I, nah, Buccaneers, Buccaneers. They're going to win Love the it. game. Eagles fall <laughs> apart. Sirianni Sirianni doesn't make it on the plane. Give me the Bucks. There <laughs> we go.
1: This this seems like a opportunity for me to do the classic win win. I'm gonna pick the Eagles. I hate them. They're the better team, almost assuredly. But if they lose, Sirianni he's not even gonna be able to get a cab home. I mean, he might be tortured on the streets of Philadelphia, and I'll be there to video.
3: He will never go Good. to Philly
1: again if he loses. Where is he from yeah. originally? We don't know, but no clue.
0: He'll go back. You. Tell you guys Oh, that's still going. Go ahead.
1: No. Book it. The Eagles win by probably four, maybe five. It's gonna be like 17, 13, take a second
3: like that. Last second three-pointer.
1: Jake <laughs> Elliott is cash on those. He is he's from New he, York. he banged like a 60 yarder in the ring that one game. That was that was crazy. He, he's the best kicker in the league. I also football don't ever mention him. The Bucks are also terrible. Yeah,
3: I was in Buffalo Wild Wings for lunch after uh church uh, this past Sunday, and so I got to catch some of the Panthers Buccaneers football match. Um, shout out Derek Brown. Uh, Eric Brown. Doc. I didn't like what I saw. Baker Mayfield. Um, he's actually had a solid year. Uh, he's a little beaten up. Give me the Eagles. I don't like it, and I won't watch this game. Keegan? I uh, think just... it's
4: going to be ugly. I think the Eagles are going to win.
0: Keegan, this is your lay of the week pick, correct? What? It was Brady's. Oh, Brady's. My bad. I got him switched up. Sorry. I took. Uh, what did Keegan pick? Packers, Moneyland. Packers, Moneyland. Okay, okay, money
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
4: I do think the Eagles cool. are going to win. I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world if the Eagles lost, only because – I do think they need a little, a little bit of a slap in the mouth, and I think Jalen Hurts is playing at like sixty percent help, and now with the dislocated slash broken slash whatever middle finger, uh, I think him playing is just more detrimental to his image, and I, I would I hate it. So,
0: um, Brady, do you mind reminding me what the number was on the under because I completely forgot we had that conversation when I asked Keegan the thing. It was uh, I think uh, forty four. Under-
2: under forty four points. Under forty four, wonderful. Um
0: I don't wanna say I told you so. Cause I don't like to do that. That's just not something I enjoy doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but I did suggest I have suggested in the past that maybe the Eagles were in so many words. Cooked. And, you know, are they in the playoffs? Yeah. You know, do I think they'll win this game? Yeah, probably. But are they cooked? Well done. (laughs) They've been they've been on the grill for hour, hour fifteen. I mean, these boys are just toast. Jalen Hurts middle finger is not well. Um, the defense is atrocious. Nick Ciarney is a fraud. The Eagles are a-cooked. What a beautiful monologue. Whatever happens here doesn't matter. The Eagles are not making it past the next round, and I kind of think they might lose this one. I'm not man enough to predict it, but... Eagles are cooked.
4: The reason I think they would win this one is because of the rain, and the Eagles are set up to run the football. And... I mean
0: and the Bucks aren't very really yeah, good at they're not very in good.
3: anything. So. Are the Eagles missing any key offensive linemen?
4: No. Okay.
1: I feel what like the, Buc- the Bucs the Bucks defense, I feel like their best thing is defending the run. I, I don't have I, I don't I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Devin White and is it Shaq Barrett? Is that am I tripping?
3: Shaq Barrett has been there? on the Bucks before. I couldn't tell if guy, he's still there.
1: Levante David, sorry. Pretty good linebacker, Duo. I, I mean, this is going to be an ugly one, folks. It's going to yeah, be this like is another one
0: you probably shouldn't watch.
1: It's Iron Bowl weekend. You got some pristine New York strips. You look over. You got Derek Barker on the grill. You look back. Two minutes later, the whole grill's on fire. Almost catches the tin on fire. That's In what there. this game's going to be. Well done. Um, Cooked so two hundred fifty degree internal temperature. Well done. <laughs>
0: Just to recap, for the lay of the week, we got H Town represent covering Hold it down plus two and a half. Miami, Kansas City, under 44 in the snow, in the negative degrees. Packers, money line coming out of Dallas with a victory. Rams, oh, yeah. money line, Matt Stafford revenge game. Eagles, Bucks rounding us out under. 44 That's your FGM lay of the week This has been the FGM Podcast the future GM's Mm. podcast More specifically I have been Alex Alford and good Night my sweet prince Nick Saban it was not A pleasure to know ye
2: It's midnight Tuscaloosa
0: (laughs) And congratulations To Dan Lanning On what I can only assume Is a lateral move at best (laughs) <laughs> thank you all for listening we'll see you next time go you old